I actually don't. I actually do not. I I was <laughs> in the land of the free. I think that was funny. And the home yeah, of the was. brave. Okay, I did have it right. I just it didn't sound right. And the home of the brave. Play ball. Yeah. Do you want to do a clean version? Or I think that was nope. pretty funny. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. So Uh -uh. you're out. You know what I mean? Throwing (laughs) them out, Andrew. Um, Yeah. You know, I told you I told you once. Uh, you know, I, I caught you twice, and now the third uh-huh. third strike, you're out. You know, it's just yep. too much. I'm trying to sneak. Yeah, in that's right. If uh, yeah, if third strike, I mean, if, so here's the thing: if we, if our show hits you four times, you know, oh, I guess if we only, if we no. hit you once, if we <laughs> okay, hit you, you once, clearly, yeah. you can you can walk. <laughs> but if we you, you miss on you four times, you can also walk. But if you Andrew, it's a baseball game we're talking about today. Is the bottom line. <laughs> I'm kind of lost in the sauce about this one. Um, yeah, don't do not pass go. Nope, that's there you go. Do now not you're pass first base. Well, you can. Pass um, first base. Anyway, the bottom line is you're out. That's the main thing. That right. You are. Okay. If you have more, you're than out. One you can't friend. listen if you have more than one friend. Is what we're yep. trying to say. That's what we're trying to say. In and today, terms. Andrew, much like the game of baseball, we're talking about bat flip because they bat do that a lot flip. in baseball. Yes. Na 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 bat flip. <clears throat> yeah. No. The people at home. Yes, that's a good point. We should clear this up for them, Andrew, because the people at home are probably thinking, "Great, another another Batman game." These guys they saw the nothing. title and they yeah, they just thought, "Oh, great, another another utility belt thing." Another from yeah, another game all about the Joker. Um, <laughs> that's and uh, oh, Poison Ivy. I don't know. What are some Batman things? Yeah, the Joker. Everybody loves Joker. That's kind of the main thing, I guess, right? That's yeah. gone big time. Um, has anything reached the Batman. level of I haven't, celebrity? I haven't watched. There was like some new Batman movie that everybody really loved, and I haven't. I never saw it. And yeah, it's weird. I used to love it. Huh. I don't know what happened to me. Now I'm just all about board games and baseball. You know. Yeah, and so luckily for you, Andrew, today we're talking about the game Bat Flip. Not parentheses, not uh, Batman, not, DC. not of DC Comics, not DC, not from the DC universe. Yeah, uh, and, uh, Robin, I'm gonna, I'm about to do a bat flip or whatever. And Robin's just <laughs> like, that's just a regular flip, you can't just right. call it the bat flip, the bat flipped. You can't put bat in front of everything, <laughs> Bruce Andrew. This game, though, unlike that joke is Is not about batman (laughs) hey hold on uh also true but we'll get to that a little bit later andrew (laughs) why don't we go ahead and clear up for the folks at home what bat flip is by summing it up in one sentence one sentence explanations all right one sentence to sum up the game bat flip pete why don't you go first wow okay andrew i think okay 
I would say about Batflip, to sum it up in one sentence, a quick uh-huh. card game, Andrew, that captures all of the excitement of baseball. Wait, sorry. I mean, uh, it actually captures more excitement than baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not... Uh, uh, baseball does not is not very exciting for me, Andrew. Sorry. Yeah, there Yeah, there it is. Well, we should say this right up. Pete is not a baseball fan. I'm a big baseball fan, and Pete no. is very not a big baseball fan. Yeah, I'm more of a basketball guy. Andrew, you're more of a baseball guy. Yeah, um, and it's funny because more of a basketball peanut of the and big sports... Uh, right. Of the big sports in America, basketball might be one of my least favorite. Baseball is... You're and crazy. We're, we're, it's weird that we're friends because we're... Kind of yeah, that normally way. that would uh, right. Normally that would kind of get in the way. That's why I actually only have the why one friend is because sports. Yeah. Which is why um, that movie basketball we both love. Yep. Uh, that movie basketball. Oh, actually no, we that's both hate kinda that what, movie basketball. Yeah. That's kind of what brought us together. Oh no, we love, um, that's right. That's what our friendship is based on. Squeaks. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Andrew. That's without... So big ups to Trey and Matt for bringing so us you, together. <laughs> without them, it couldn't be possible. Andrew. So you're saying that you like this game more than actual baseball. Well, I, I actually, my one, I actually my, do, my, Andrew. What's your one-sentence summary? My one-sentence summary happens to be uh, Batflip, the game that got Pete a little bit interested in baseball? Question yep. Mark. Yep, and go ahead, underline a little bit there for me, please, italicize it, but uh, yeah, but believe it or not, yeah, Andrew, I, uh, you know, now there's a good chance that, Andrew, I would be, when I'm watching baseball, if you and I go to the stadium or something like that, I'm I'm probably going to be, you know, comparing the people on the field to the the characters in this game, Andrew, and, and they're probably not going to, honestly, there's probably, they're not going to be nearly as interesting in real life. So I probably might lose interest real fast, but the good news is this game's highly portable. So um, I'll just ask you to start playing this game when we're at the game. <laughs> I mean, uh, not a bad idea. I, I do it's like not the game, a bad but idea. Uh, yeah. All right. So what is this game? Cause it's not, it's, it's, you're okay. playing baseball in this game, but it's not just a baseball simulator. It's a little different. Right. Than, you're not, you're not like, uh, you know, Andrew didn't have like a very small baseball that he throws at me and I have a very small bat and I hit it or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you remember, wow, I remember really those, uh, remember those little things where they were like paper cutouts where there would just be holes that you could put your fingers through and that would be the leg of whatever the thing is you know what i mean oh yeah i don't know if they still do that or if kids kind of roll their eyes at that these days if it's out of fashion but um it's not like that the game doesn't just come with like a bunch of those and you just run with your fingers around the bases or anything like that this is actually kind of like a dueling card game andrew almost you know in the vein of uh magic the gathering or something like that or mm-hmm. something something like that because essentially like you're at, at its core right this game one person plays a card for its offensive value and the other person plays tries to offset it with a plant by playing a card for its defensive value. Like that's pretty much the core mechanic of the game, which, which is true of a lot of dueling card games more or less, but it's just, it just has luckily for us and the world, quite frankly, it has, it then goes and puts much, many more interesting layers on top of that, which I think is very cool. So basically uh, in this game, you are playing innings they've cut it down to three so that it doesn't go too long um and each 
each half of an inning um, is dictated by it, it. It ends once there's three outs, just like in regular baseball. Um, okay. you got you got me still, yeah. Right, okay. Um, reeling you in, you know. I got the fish on the line here. Yeah. Um, you can have pitchers, and you can have batters, and you can have fielders. Do I still have you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're I'm getting in. somewhere. Um, and so <laughs> basically, so, the game. so here's here's what here's what happens. A uh, real quick walkthrough, right? So uh, you draw cards into your hand. You look at them. Um, then you decide whether you want to play the game. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> you draw, you draw, or just put it away. Uh, but you're going to want to, trust me. Um, you draw the cards. You look at them. Um, you read the real funny names that this person has, that uh, Scott Corlander has made up for these characters. It's yes. it, it, it's legitimately good names, which I which we respect for these players um oh well you know what actually i've already skipped a step andrew first of all he's got like eight teams in there um and um you actually pick two whether it be random or via a draft or something like that and then you shuffle them together and that creates your deck and then you shuffle them up and you draw a certain amount um you can decide if you want to put a picture out if right away it's always good to have a pitcher on the mound because if you don't have a pitcher on the mound it is just much easier to walk players they can just get on base a lot easier um and and then you start uh playing the offensive player um will play a card and that card will have some icons on the bottom left with some values one value is going to be the hitting uh power of the card um, and it'll be like anywhere from like one to four. And what that basically tells you is when this person is used as a hitter, um, they will go, they will hit for that many base run. If not, if no one, if they're not defended against, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I play a card and my guy has a, a, you know, a value of four for their hitting power and you can't defend against them, they just get a home run. They just go all the way around. That's it. Home run on the board. Um, but you can then, as the defending player, play one of your cards from your hand, and every card um, has a defensive stat on it, like a fielding stat, basically. And right. you subtract that stat um, from my hitting stat, basically. And so you can mitigate it. So let's say my guy is four, but now you play somebody who has a fielding defensive value of two well now he's only going to hit a double he's only going to run to second base right um and if you can completely negate my if you can bring me down to zero it's an out i just i don't even get to a base i'm out which is pretty cool um scott also has mixed in a little bit of complex complexity in terms of every now and then you'll see some icons of like fly balls and grounders and stuff like that and and um only a defensive player, if if the hitter hits a fly ball or a grounder, the defensive player has to have the icon that matches up so that they're able to field the ball or else they can't even defend against it. Um, just another layer like that. He works in a lot of cool little clever mechanisms like that in it. Um, and anyway, you go like that until, until you get three outs and you just try to get as many runs as you can in the meantime. You can, um, we mentioned walking, you can, instead of hitting, as long as you can, your, your walk value um, is higher than the pitcher's 
control value, um, you can walk. You just yeah. you you have better. Basically, what what did you always call that, Andrea? It's like uh, having a it's better like eye. A good eye. You're having a good, a good eye. eye. Yeah, you're you, being selective. Yeah. You're being selective with the pitches, and you're yep. not falling for. You're not falling for. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, balls. You're not falling behind in the count. You're right. They, yeah, you're, that's right. Yep. Um, more so than their control of their pitch, basically. Um, so then you have pitchers who have varying levels of control. Some are very bad at it, and you can. They might end up walking a lot of people and getting a lot of people on base. Uh, some people have great control, and you will never walk against them. You can never walk more than once in a row. Um, but theoretically, every other guy, if they could, could walk. You know what I mean? And that's just a yeah. way to get people on base. Um, and um, you can also steal in this. Too, you can also you get steal. On first base. That's yeah. another icon like value that you have is uh, after you hit. Every time you hit, that you there you can take a steal turn, um, which is any of your runners who are currently on base who have who for whom the next base is empty could attempt to steal but it's random you basically just turn up a um your next card um and if it uh what is it oh the pitcher has like the pitcher has a uh, like a, a throw out value or something like that right but um or defensive value or something like that you you compare two values but it's random because it's just you know one of your next cards that you'd have no idea what it is basically yeah. um so it's a gamble, which I think is a cool element for that as well, because every time you steal, it's kind of a gamble, even in real life. You know what I mean? You got to yeah, decide sure. whether you want to do it. You know what I mean? Um, the, I guess the other mechanic that we didn't mention is what the na- what the game is named after. Bat. You can do a bat oh, yeah. flip once per inning. You can do a bat flip, which is you just you just say, all right, I'm just gonna flip up the next card on my on my pile here. I'm just gonna yep. flip it up, and no matter what it is, that's gonna be a hit, and you cannot. You cannot defend against that, so you get one of those per. Right. And who knows? It might be a home run. That'd be great. You know, it might just be a single. Okay, you got a free single out of it. Right. Uh, it's like a free hit. If you flip up, they can't defend against except. Yeah. Andrew, but go ahead. if you flip up a pitcher card, then right. you're out. So it's a little bit of a gamble in that way, and you might flip right. up one that's an automatic out. It's a gamble that's a little more in your favor because there's only so many pitchers in your deck, but you won't know what it's going to be until you flip it. And so right. if you if you bat flip, you flip over that card, it's a pitcher, it's an automatic out. Otherwise, like you said, it's just like a free hit, which is great. Um, so that's now, really cool. Yeah. Kind of the one of the more fun things, besides actually just playing the game, one of the more fun things you kind of mentioned it, Pete, is the the theming of this game, uh, you know, you got, it's baseball themed, obviously, but the teams have, like, funny names that are kind of, yep. like, plays on, like, baseball stereotypes, and then the players have names that go along with that team, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and also, they also have, like, uh, each team kind of has, like, a special power, a- almost. Asymmetrical you know? powers, basically. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, let's get into that, Andrew, because so with the core gameplay out of the way, it's already, uh, people are already probably going like, okay, that sounds like that could be fun. You know what I mean? But I think where it really kicks it up another notch, Andrew, is is this, basically, right? Where um, this designer has made, I think, something like, eight different teams in like the core box. And then he's actually designed some expansion teams um, that you can get as well. And each team has its own like personality 
Um, yes. And essentially like an asymmetrical power and style of play. So you have like uh, the juicers. And so that team, the players on that team, a lot of them are like heavy hitters. But there's like a mechanic built into that team where sometimes they can get caught juicing or something like that. I forget exactly what it's called, but like they can, they'll get penalized and the other player will get um, rewarded it's, it's, with, with something basically if they, if that thing kicks in. Yeah. It's something like that. You can't use certain powers when certain things are mm-hmm. in place, you know? Th- so each, right. each team kind of has like a power that they can use, but sometimes there's a drawback to it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a team that's like um, the small ballers, and they're all really good at just like at walking or stealing, bunting, or bunting. Yes, things like yep. that. Yep, Sac- so... sacrifice plays and stuff like that to move yes. people along. Yeah, yeah, very clever. Like they literally have um, like a keyword trigger power basically on them that you can, that, and they're they're very synergized. The players on the team. And, um yeah uh, there's a team called the philadelphia they all have a city also the philadelphia flips which i love because that they're kind of like the ones that uh the game is kind of named after almost uh they uh but it's ph flips also just saying. of course um <laughs> but their yeah. their power is that they're really good at doing that back flip bat flip mechanic uh that i talked about yep where so like a lot of them like um if they happen to be the card that you flip over for a bat flip, maybe they get a plus one to their their hitting stat, or some right. of them let you let you like it'll be like okay, you can uh, discard another card and put this one on top of the deck, so you know which one it's going to be when you flip it over. Or yeah, and then like combo that. that into a if you have a like a a ready to go bat flip, and then put that yeah. person on the top, and then you can immediately enact your bat flip, flip that person over, take that free hit. Um, yeah, there's even there's even uh, cards in in that uh on that team that resets your bat flip because normally you can only do it once per inning um uh, but that team specifically has mechanics in it where some players will reset it which is cool yeah so it's all about the bat flip that team um there's like uh there's one team this might be an expansion team but there's one team is it the dirt bags maybe the detroit dirt bags but there's where they basically like head the pitchers headhunt uh, so they're like they're like in there's they literally have the power to injure, which is yeah. to like make your opponent randomly discard a card or show you cards and you pick which one gets discarded. Um, so they're really all like about the... you know using intimidation to make sure you don't yes. um, try certain things and like yeah. I like the team that's called the Clutch, um, which oh, where yeah. they they like get bonuses when you are when they're losing the game when they're behind when it's like they have when you have two outs, you know, so it's like, uh, times when it's like, Oh, we really need somebody to come through here. So yeah. they're, they come through in the clutch. Right. If you're like down, it's you're right. It has like, um, it, things that kick in, like if you're down by more than one point and it is X inning and blah, 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 or whatever, it's like, suddenly they're much more, they go, you know, super Saiyan yeah. or whatever. Suddenly they, <laughs> <laughs> suddenly they're like, it, the, it, they're really strong. We're, they're really, really strong. Like Vegeta, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, as uh, children are want to say, um, yes. yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that this is this is what cinches this game, right? Is like the the mechanic of the game is in and of itself very sound and and makes a lot of sense and and works very well. Um, but then the fact that this designer that Scott um, went to the links that he did to make each team different um, in so many different ways, different mechanics, 
different personalities, different names. Every single player on the team has not only a a, a, a fun name, it also some uh, has to do with the team's overall like style and personality like uh there's one team that's like the super friends or something like that or the super pals or something like that and they're all super about pals, they have yeah. like yeah they have like a mechanic where they assist each other you can like burn cards to help the current batter do x number of things and yada 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 um and um and all of their names have to do with like friendship and stuff what were some of those names andrew for that team oh uh, bestie is now. one of them let's um, say it again bestie is the name is the last name <laughs> yeah, it's right. like it's like bob bestie or something like that one of them amigo, is like one of them amigo, amigo is their last name for one of them yeah 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 like julio amigo they're all they're all tied to, to friendship somehow which is very fun um i i think those one that one the dirtbags team or whatever is all stuff where it's like uh, one of them is like boo boo johnson or something like that it's all like about injury <laughs> yeah. injuries and stuff like that um yes. it's just very clever and uh sometimes those things you know i'm not usually a pun person so i kind of roll my eyes but these actually are just quite frankly clever things that i think this person they're not yeah they're not super obvious puns. Yeah, most of them yeah. are not super obvious puns yeah. some of them are right you, know, you really gotta think about it they don't make you groan they actually make you go like that's clever you know what i mean that actually yeah. is clever they're yeah and like, like you said some of them are very or japanese or something mm-hmm. or, you know yeah. yeah yeah right um there's one uh the stars and scrubs that team is all about like how like some of them are really great and some of them are really bad those players yes. uh and and so <laughs> the bad players i forget what their names are but they're something like um you know worst or something like that and like <laughs> right, um yeah. i forget i can't remember exactly but the ones but then the ones that are like the star players, quote unquote, have like names that are some variation on like uh, star, star or solar yeah. system stuff or whatever. So like yeah. there's a Japanese player whose uh, first name is Hoshi, which is uh, Japanese for star. Um, uh, and I, I can't remember what some of the other ones are. Oh, star, star, Mickey Starfish or something like that. You know what I mean? Starfish I was one. Yep. Yep. Things like that. It's just clever. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just very clever. I, I very much was impressed by a lot going on here, quite frankly. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, the main idea behind it, like you said, is, is kind of like a, because uh, you do have to make decisions about, like, okay, I'm gonna play this player to try and get a hit here, and yep. then when it, when you're trying to defend it, it's like, oh well, I really don't want him to get such a big hit, so I'll, I'll play this player to defend. Ooh, or do I want to save this for next inning when I'm batting because yeah, you discard it once you play it. So right. that's really your main decision in this, and then the rest yeah. of it is all just thrown in wrenches into that. That uh, yeah, because it's very clever, Andrew. Sometimes you know, sometimes these games you'll like discard your entire deck or or your entire hand or something like that and then re-pull a new hand or something like that or you yeah. go through your hand or yada 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 but in this in this game the only time you ever draw a new card is every time there's an out and every time there is a home run both teams draw a new card so you do have to be very careful that you don't like first of all go through a lot of your cards and and limit start start having a smaller and smaller amount of choices and second of all you have to you know, you do have to decide when to play a card and what to use it for um, because it won't come back around that soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that is another very clear. You know me. I'm all I'm all about decisions in board games. So maybe that's the reason yeah. I ended up taking to this so much is that I think those are actually very impactful decisions. 
uh, for this. But Andrew, uh, enough about you know what the game is. Tell me how it even came to be. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a pretty uh, pretty recent uh, game. It came out in 2022, and oh, yeah. uh, like you said, designed by Scott Corlander. It's his first one, and in fact, he I think what this started... business. And and he he's producing or publishing under Scorelander Games, right? So like yes. S S Corelander, but spelled like score, like a sports score yes. Scorelander. Anyway, Scott Scorelander. That's another. Score, that's it's his own clever. His own publishing company that he just started just for this game. And I think well, he does have yeah. He started it with his friend, and he does have plans to make more games, I guess, in the future. But good. Um, for now, it's the Scorelander Games, designed by Scott Corelander. Uh, and um, well, he, I watched a few interviews with him about this game, and he on the internet, which is where you see these things. Uh, Scott, he said that. Tell he me more up... about the internet, Andrew. How do I get it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, just yeah. Well, you got two choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott, he grew up as a baseball fan, a, a specifically Baltimore Orioles fan. Ooh, which, the uh, O's. Yes, the O's. Which I don't know if you saw this recently. They're uh, they're one of their TV announcers like got suspended. I think he's coming back now, but he got suspended because he just he just said some factual stuff about how the Orioles haven't been good. Like I watched the video; it mm-hmm. was not it was not out of line at all. Like it just was very right. stating how they haven't been good in the past few years. This year they're very good. They're like top of the league this year. Right. Both things and, are true. Uh, they they've been very bad and now they're good. So yeah, yes. yeah. Right. You're right. That seems pretty. And it was uh, just like I was just online a couple weeks ago, and people were like, "Wait, what?" You know, so <laughs> and around around the league, all the announcers like I was listening to. Uh, you know, we live here in the Philadelphia. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm listening to the Phillies, and uh, they said something you know similar about the Phillies, and they said, "Oh, are you allowed to say that anymore?" You know, they're kind of chuckling about it. So it's like, uh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you were <laughs> you were owners... saying the uh, yeah they kind of they went they kind of walked it back once they realized that the fan reaction was like what are you doing <laughs> this is stupid right no. I don't know the, uh, the why they the owners reacted like that to something that was just so and it was yeah. not there was no opinions in it at all it was just facts I don't know it was weird it's anyway weird. Um, yeah. hope that Scott you're still enjoying Orioles baseball because they are very good this year um, anyway cool. Um, besides Good. baseball, he also he also got into. It's funny you mentioned Magic the Gathering, Pete, because he also got very into Magic the Gathering as a kid. Uh-huh. So you were right on. It shows. which it is. You see, you see that that that's what Magic the Gathering is, right? It's like the offense yep. value, and then you try and defend with one of your. You know, it's that's mm-hmm. the basic mechanic of Magic the Gathering. Yep. Um, but he got into it. Uh, you know, just because other kids were playing it, like after school in elementary school, and. His favorite part of it was building the decks, and mm. he said that actually he, he would always go for, rather than trying to get, like, a strategically good deck, he would try and, like, theme his decks, which you can see with these baseball uh, team decks, yep. you know, also. It's just kind of, like, going yep. heavy on, like, the theme, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, he got into fantasy baseball a little bit later when he was a little bit older, and now... Fantasy baseball. I don't know, Pete, if you've ever played fantasy baseball. I tried one year, and it is no. Whew, it's. I mean, I played too fantasy foot. Yeah, I played fantasy football, and I thought, okay, this is too much for me because I don't really like to pay attention that much. Yeah, yeah. Baseball. Yeah. That, that I can. Do. I can do the <laughs> once baseball. a week 
checking right. a lineup once a week kind of thing that's that's about the max for me yeah but, yeah the fantasy baseball can get really really involved um because yeah. they do play every day not that most leagues you don't have to check it every single day you might do like a weekly thing but it's just like okay. it's it's a lot to look at because you know baseball is full of stats and everything oh yeah and it's a long long season and um mm. anyway you just got to be a very big baseball nerd to enjoy fantasy baseball uh and in fact, I saw that uh, Scott said that he's he's even deeper into it now. He does like these super involved like fantasy leagues where they they include like minor leagues and salaries oh for the God. players and stuff. Like, it's a whole thing. Scott, yeah, Scott, you got a problem, Scott. So, Scott, you got to um, go to therapy, Scott. <laughs> <Not just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> as you can see, he kind of combined his love of fantasy baseball and Magic the Gathering to yeah. make this baseball card game. You know, oh so, yeah. Uh, it went through several different versions. Uh, one version, uh, he said that you had to play all nine innings, but that took like four hours to play, Ooh, much like a wee. real baseball game. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had one version that was like one inning, but then this is kind of like the Goldilocks zone where it's like three innings, yeah. like just enough, not too much. Um, it does kind of inspire me, though, Andrew. The next time we play, we should play a full nine-inning game just to see. But I do – I I – can believe that that might be yeah, yeah might might feel like it goes a little long yeah mm-hmm. the, the score might also be like 63 to 57 you know now we're talking <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> that's like the that's like the first half of a basketball game but yeah i hear you <laughs> which is what well never mind i don't want to i don't want to dunk on basketball here i it's too much scoring in basketball for me like, uh, you yeah, couldn't you dunk ex- anyway you couldn't dunk anyway andrew nah, yeah you're right come on <laughs> um, you would you you could try to lay up on basketball if you want no, okay um okay. i don't know what that means originally <laughs> uh originally also another version of this game involved a draft just like fantasy baseball right so you would oh, okay. draft you would just draft like one player at a time but hmm. um so it's kind of like deck building and Magic Gathering. But that again, that took a long time. is a little too involved. Yeah. So then he happened to play a game of Smash Up. I don't know if you've seen this game before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Smash Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You take What you do in Smash Up, is if you take two kind of unrelated teams of things and put them together to, to be your team. You know, so right. it's like zombies and pirates or whatever. Right, is, right. Know? Aliens and... Uh, <laughs> Cowboys. Or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so that gave him the idea of, oh, okay, how about you have these preset teams that are all themed and you just pick two of them. So it's kind of like a mini draft, you know, and mm-hmm. then you mix the two teams together, hmm. which actually adds a whole other strategy to it. Like we have not played this game enough to really get into that, but to find how yeah. the different special powers of each team might complement each other. I think that yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. I think I, 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 I am very interested in playing this game enough to the point where I have a preference for, yeah, for my teams basically. Right. Yes. Only to have you know that and swoop in and draft, before i can get them or whatever you know what i mean well yeah because you probably also would know well okay if he picks that team then i have Mm -hmm. a team that might counter that one because they have this power that's a very good point too yep yeah um and i guess oh so the name bat flip uh comes from the more recent trend in baseball have you heard about people bat flipping have you heard about this controversy Mm, i mean i know of you know i know (laughs) what it is but i didn't know it was becoming a i don't know it was it wasn't really that big of a controversy. Just uh, oh. in the past several years, you know, uh, when a player like might hit a home run or something, he might f- flip his bat up in the air, and oh. some of the old 
some of the old time baseball yeah. people might say, ah, you're not supposed to show up a pitcher like that. You're not supposed, you know? Yeah, just some of the racist dog whistle stuff where they're like, <laughs> uh, this player's a little flashy. And it's like, okay, bud, I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Uh, and yet when a white player does it, they don't seem to have a, as big a problem with it. I know how I know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think we, I think we see that in a lot of sports where just some old white guys just like back in my day, everybody was classy. Shut up. Yeah, right. And I, this, the, I think the league seems to appreciate it because it does, uh, people like it, you know, they, especially young people great. like it, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, hit a anyway, home run, come on, you hit a home yeah. run, you should be able to celebrate like crazy. I don't care. I can't do that. Yeah, I couldn't do that. My, my life depended on. Definitely. Um, well, so anyway, so he named the game Batflip, and then actually it happens that later he came up with the mechanic of, okay, how about once an inning you get to flip over a card, you know, just, uh, and just okay. get a free hit out of it. And Good. Good it was idea. like, oh, if you get a free flip. Oh, that's called Batflip. It, like, just went so nicely with the title. So wow. that's a nice little connection there. Bingo. Um, anyway, he launched a successful Kickstarter, got funded, you know, but very successful, and... Um, at certain levels of the Kickstarter, they included the Bases Loaded expansion, which uh, Scott graciously sent to us along with this game. We should mention that he sent us this game. Right. Um, and it's a pack with four extra teams in it, which we played with, and those were some of my favorite teams in there, actually. Well, yeah, because so, the expansion is where you get the, I think the dirt bags are in there, the clutch, yeah, the clutch is, is in, in there, there. Yep. Uh, and a couple others, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's that one that's like the, uh, what are they, it's like a crab, uh, is there... Oh, okay. What is their power? Yeah, no, but I can't. can't remember what their whole what their whole angle is. But yeah, probably shouldn't mm -hmm. have even brought it up because I can't remember and I forgot. Wow, egg on anyway, your face, and that is crab you should probably just edit this face. part out, Pete. Never so in a million years. Make me look, nope, no, I'm just okay. gonna let you sit on it and sit. All right, in cool. It. Um, but Boy, yes, the bottom line so. is the expansion pack adds uh, just four more really well thought, you know, thought through teams really well developed teams so just more of they're the good called stuff the pinchers i do remember that they're called the okay. pinchers um pinchers but i don't remember what they oh because you're pin because you can oh so pinch hit? because you can pinch hit because you can swap you can substitute you can be like no actually it's going to be this guy you know oh you after the person puts their defensive player in then you can yes. swap in see that's clever yes. yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's clever yeah wow. anyway that's the pinchers. scott did it again um but yeah you can okay. just edit that all so it makes me sound smarter right? nope no i'll okay. probably slow it down so that it sounds like you're thinking about it more <laughs> just me yeah slow down only my voice so i'm like oh what is that <laughs> yeah i'll probably i'll probably edit in some of the some sounds that make it sound like you're stupid i don't know what those would be like cuckoo, cuckoo. I, that makes you sound right. crazy i don't know what some just be, some but... like song that's like oh crickets doo -doo, maybe crickets doo -doo. Dude, that's a classic dumb guy song. Oh, Andrew. Um, well, that's cool. A any other history? Does that bring it us up to now? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he does say that in the future, you know, perhaps he'd like to release even more. He does have Good. some other ideas for teams that could possibly release. So, I Andrew, I say bring them on, baby. I'm 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 hungry for more teams for Batflip, uh, Scott. Yes. Uh, yes, I uh, I'm ready. I'm I have saved space in my tummy. 
I'm hungry for um I'm ravenous. Andrew, I'm actually just kind of hungry now that I think about it. So let's oh, go ahead okay. and uh yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about some snack pairings. Snack pairings. All right, it is time for snack pairings. All right, I can't wait. This is a good segment. This is what food do we think would be the best? One of one of my favorite parts is when Andrew reflects on whether it's a good segment or not as we're about to enter. Well, yeah. I was about to <laughs> There, there may be some segments coming up where I say, ah, this is not a good segment. Wow, this stinks. We... Yeah, you just haven't told me that you think it's going to really stink. Yeah, Andrew, snack pairings is where we think about what foods would pair best with the game. Andrew, what are you thinking for this one, Andrew? What's What are the snacks you're, you want to be eating while you're playing bat flip? Uh, it's got to be it's got to be sunflower seeds. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the number one. It's the number one snack when you're playing baseball. Uh, right, it used to be like chew, uh, chewing tobacco, <laughs> right back in the day. Isn't that true? Didn't sunflower seeds basically almost replace like a lot of guys use it? They were like, thank you know, thank God I can get off chewing tobacco. I just needed something to chew on, and uh, or did I make I that up? So. Yeah, or bubble gum. Uh, I don't know if sunflower seeds have always kind of also. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I never. It's like a nicotine I was a little patch, uh, too young for the chewing tobacco craze. You know, they kind of all stopped uh, doing that. But see, I was. was uh, my parents were giving me chewing tobacco in the in the in the crib, <laughs> so it's just always been kind of a part. Of it. Uh, yeah, Andrew, uh, sunflower seeds. But the thing about the sunflower seeds, Andrew, is those the players just they spit them at. You know, they just spit them out, right? In well, baseball, they crack. What you do is you cr- see. This was always my problem when I was a kid. When I played little league baseball. I didn't understand how to do it, so I would just like suck the salt off them for a while, get that flavor, and then I would just spit them out. It would just be yep. like a wet sunflower Can seed you on the ground. Do it now, though. Now I figured it out. As an adult, really? I have I've successfully dex. You know, I've gotten more dexterous with my teeth and tongue and stuff. So I you crack Ooh, it a hello. little bit. You take yeah. hello. You take the seed out. You eat the seed, and then you spit the shell out. Is it so. worth it though? That seems like a lot of work just to get one very small <laughs> seed. It's kind of an activity. It's a snack activity. Uh, it's fun. I, I like it. Actually, I haven't, I haven't had sunflower seeds in a, Now that I'm talking about it, I haven't had it in, in a really long time. It's probably been right, at least... We'll just pause. You can go ahead and... Um, at least well, 10 or 15 years. I should probably go get I some. I mean, I, really I love sunflower seeds, but I just I just buy them already shelled because I don't have time for that and oh. can't do it. I've never learned how to do it, so I just buy them shelled. Well, the main thing is that they put Andrew, it's called in the salt. South, especially, they, they call that nut meat. You can get bags of... Nut nuts meat? that have been shelled and that you you will walk into a convenience store and you will look down and it will, you'll see a, a bag that just says nut meat on it and you'll go this <laughs> oh. has got to be a prank but no that's what they call it the meat of the nut it's shelled so it's nut meat you can just it's buy nut in. meat yep i get it yep i get yeah. nut meat yep uh, excuse me i'd like some nut meat I would like some nut meat, please, sir. Well, it's funny you mentioned a chewing tobacco because actually I had two on my list, and my second one was Big League Chew. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if you remember Big League Chew, but it was. Oh yeah. It, yeah, it was bubble gum. Uh, I wonder if they I, they can't still make this anymore, can they? Because I feel like the whole purpose behind know. this was to just get kids hooked on tobacco because it was shredded up like tobacco. Like right. the whole thing was that it was supposed to be it's like it's like candy cigarettes they don't make candy cigarettes anymore right did you ever have those before oh i don't think so i think i just saw them but i mean they were trash right they were like bad candy or i guess they they were were not good i mean i definitely yeah like it was a novelty 
we would buy them at the like the store in our town and or whatever and but they wow. yeah it was just it was just not it was just sugar it didn't really yeah, taste like much yeah it was just like there's just better candy out there um yeah. it's like a neko wafer like in like a cigarette form <laughs> it's like what is going on here but uh the yeah the the thing about big league chew is like they they kind of went all out to make it look like chewing tobacco right cuz like you said yes. it was shredded um so yeah. it, they it was like it was supposed to look and it like came chewing in tobacco, like a... except that it was purple um, it came in like a pouch and then you'd like exactly. take some out. Like, and, you would like you know. rip open the pouch just like they would rip open some chewing tobacco back in the day. And you would grab some, you would pinch your fingers and grab some out yes. and put it in your, <laughs> in your mouth like they would do with chewing tobacco. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, you're right. In retrospect, it was definitely, it was just, it was like, <laughs> it was like play school, my first chewing tobacco or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's a bad idea, but it's it was cute though and clever and it was it was huge back in the day that's everybody every kid would oh, run out and grab I, I consumed many a package of big league chew yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. i wonder so those are my uh, honestly the games. art maybe not so uh there might be some influence from that for the art for this game honestly just because Similar. thinking back on it it was like big burly guys or whatever that were kind of a little cartoonish you know what i mean yeah huh yeah yeah well, okay, Andrew, I approve of those two snacks. Um, but here's what I'm thinking, Andrew. I went in a slightly different direction. I want uh, us to get the full stadium experience here, Andrew. So first of all, here's what I uh, here's what I think we got to do. Got to go to your nearest beer distributor, Andrew. You got to get okay. one singular can of beer, and then you got to okay. slap like fifteen dollars <laughs> down on the counter, Andrew. <laughs> And then the guy says, here, I'll get you changed. And you go, no, thanks. This is what it would cost me to get one beer at the stadium or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um, And then, Andrew, then you go to your nearest soft serve ice cream store. Okay? It's your choice. Dairy Queen or whatever. You get a small, and I do mean small, Andrew-sized cup of ice cream. And then you fork over like a $10 bill and you tell them to keep the change because that's essentially what you'd be paying for a little scoop of ice cream at the stadium. And then yep. finally, Andrew, what you do is you go, you get a soft pretzel, um, yep. which, oh, um, yeah. uh, you know, it, in our area, Andrew, you can get a soft pretzel for, I mean, you can get, just get them for free usually, quite frankly, because <laughs> oftentimes somebody will have ordered 20 of them and they're just trying to get rid of one. Yeah. But otherwise they'll be like, what, 80 cents or something like that. Depends where you Not go. Like 50 but, um, cents usually. Yeah. 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 Um, but you're going to want to overpay for those two, of course. And then this is very important, Andrew. You're going to want to leave it out overnight so it's nice and stale when you eat it, Andrew, <laughs> so that you can feel like you are <laughs> perhaps outside the ballpark or walking back to your car. Um, okay, you know? so so I took Pete to a baseball game this year. Pete doesn't <laughs> usually go to baseball games. We went. We saw the Phillies lose by, like, ten runs. Had a great time. The Cubs. Saw the Had Phillies a great time. lose. Big, like big time, like very depressed and I was, stadium. I was hungry, out. but I didn't want. I didn't feel like paying like a million dollars for a soft pretzel in the stadium on the way out. I knew there's always guys standing in the parking lot selling soft pretzels, so I bought yep. from the first guy. I had one bag of soft pretzels left. I got it from him, and and it was rock hard. Oh man, yeah. disgusting, right? Rock hard. So then, gross. You ate a guy maybe closer... half of it still, uh, but then. Right. I did, yeah, and then yeah, I threw yeah. the rest away. Yeah, threw the and rest on the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no, actually, no, I didn't throw it away because that's part of the story. So then there was oh. there was the guy, the guy who I always see who's like closer to the, where we usually park. 
Oh yeah. Who I'm like, okay, I, this guy is always here. He's got to be more oh, reputable. This guy's dependable. He had lots yeah. of, yeah, lots of soft pretzels. Right. And I said, hey, I'd like a soft. I was so mad about this first soft pretzel. I was like, hey, I'd like a soft pretzel. Yeah. And he was like, oh, what is that in your hand? I was like, ah, some stale soft pretzel that that guy down the street sold me. And he was like, oh, that guy, yeah, he he doesn't have good. I got the good ones here. Yep. So I bought it from him. And then I'm walking to the car. I took a bite out of his soft pretzel, and it was also rock hard. It was maybe harder. You were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's great scam, I say, quite frankly. Uh, so that's. I think that's going to get you the authentic experience, Andrew. Um, Andrew, sounds like you still need to work. Uh, you know, work out some of your feelings from that uh, baseball trip. Sounds like you still kind of. I'm a little, to I'm find still a little mad that. about it. That was a bad night of baseball. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you know what, Andrew? Here's the good news is I happen to have a therapist coming over, so you can maybe run through oh, it with him, God. have some peace. But uh, first we'll probably have to have him do what he, he came here to do for the show. So go ahead and, and open that door, Andrew. He's right outside. He texted me uh, here with an exclamation point. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. All right, Dr. Fraser Crane. All right, this is a yeah, this is a mediocre segment here, I'd say. It's uh, not bad. Um, anyway, Dr. Fraser Crane is here to help us count down the top 10 phrases that you're going to hear someone say while playing the game of bat flip. Mm-hmm. Number 10. Okay, who's this guy? Kyle Banks. Yeah, he's a certified belly itcher if I ever saw one. Number 9. Number 8. Hey, come on, buddy Sanchez, you bum. Run out that ball. Number seven. Charge. Number six. Can you believe Rosenbag is hitting under the Mendoza line this year? Killing me. Number five. Sweet Caroline. Dun, dun, dun. Number four. Yeah, Blip Kelly has a hose out there in center field. Don't you dare try and tag up on him, you know? Number three. Take. Be out of the ball game. Take me out to the run. Number two. And there's another run in. Oh, Mike, this is embarrassing. The owner should really just sell the team. This is embarrassing. Number one. In the home of the free. And the. Uh, oops. Home. Uh, land of the brave. And the home of the free. I don't actually know the an- national anthem. Sorry. Love break. Yeah, Andrew, it's time for a love break. We gotta go ahead and you know everybody needs a break sometimes, Andrew. Um, That's right. So why don't we just go ahead and take a break in the middle of this episode, Andrew, and play our next turn in our ongoing game of Fog of Love, which we play oh. one turn of every episode andrew we are getting close to the end i think honestly it's it's been going on for a while because we only yeah. take one turn each game but um i think now that we're seeing... doing monthly sh- now that we're doing monthly shows you know only like four more months until this game's over so <laughs> yeah right that's like nothing <laughs> that's like nothing andrew um watching my kid grow up you know what I mean? <laughs> well seriously it's like a ABCs. two-year two-year long game of fog of love but uh yeah uh yeah but uh so okay andrew it's my turn okay in this game ongoing game of out of love um we are in a relationship uh i'm a big uh burly chef flower hat 
um, you a small pipsqueak uh, Instagram influencer with an um, old cell phone and a high voice and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so we are, you know, pretty deep into our relationship now at this point in the game. Um, and so we've gotten into some of the more dramatic cards that we have to play, right? Um, yes. And we're, and we're trying to see whether our relationship can stand the test of time, okay? Um, Which I don't think our relationship even was standing the test of time when we were playing, like, the happy scenes. So uh... Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, well, you know. Um, that's Hey, that's life, baby. That's what's so great about this game, Andrew. Uh, go uh, back and listen game. to our Fog of uh, Love uh, episode uh, if you want to hear yeah, what we like actually years ago. think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a great game. Uh, Andrew, the card I'm playing uh, is this one. Go ahead and take a look at this one. It's called Facebook Drama. Facebook Drama. Facebook Drama. Wow. <laughs> Andrew, this one says, Your mom's friend just posted pictures Drama. of us on Facebook. She's claiming you're possessed by the devil. She's revealing facts about our private life to everyone she knows and asking them to pray for your conversion. This is insane, the copy says. So, this is a good one, this Andrew. Is a, wow. This is a hardcore card from this It's a hardcore game. card, Andrew. It really went into detail here. We ha- we both choose, Andrew. Okay, here's our options. Uh, if we choose option A, uh, it says start a shouting match on Facebook. And that is uh, an increase in sensitivity. If you if you choose that one, you you know, you go up by one in your sensitivity. You got option B, call her and let her know how you really feel about her. Um, which is a decrease in sincerity, you, I believe, is yeah, that what really that symbol is there? Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Call, uh, C, option C is call her and try to explain in a calm way that what she did was completely unacceptable, which is a decrease in sensitivity, so you're trying to be a level-headed about it, you know? Um, and then you got option D, which is do nothing and hope that the whole thing blows over sooner rather than later which is like an introversion basically you're kind of uh running away from it basically um because you yeah because you 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 lose one in the extroversion basically um yeah now andrew here is what's important to keep in mind on the bottom of the card it says if we both it mat if we match with either a or c a is the one where we start getting into it on Facebook. C is the one where we take a more level-headed approach. Um, if we both choose one of those and we match, we both get plus one to our um, our happiness, our satisfaction. If we both choose B, which is the one where we call her offline and yell at her, both get plus two, which is pretty cool, to our happiness. If we both choose D, which is to just kind of like hope it blows over and do nothing, we both uh, get plus three and we retrieve uh, a destiny. We can just choose one of the ones that we've discarded earlier. Uh, otherwise, if 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 it's anything but those options where we match, Andrew, um, we both lose to happiness. So, so if we don't, because we're not, if we don't match, we're going to lose mm-hmm. to happiness. Yep, because we approach uh, it, you know, in two different ways. We're not on the same page. Right. Uh, I know well, what I'm walking in, doing. Andrew. You do too. Yeah. I- Wow, I definitely don't. I know what my character would do in this situation. Uh, okay, when, I know uh, what my when, character would do in this situation too. How about that? Your mom that's that's is, how you gotta. 
That's how we so got to play it your this. your mom on here? Pete, I, think mom, I think it's my mom because I played the card and okay. it says your mom. Yeah. So your yeah. mom's friend is saying that I am possessed by the devil? Is that what you're right. saying? Uh, just get, yep, just get this right. all straight. I want to make sure this is good for canon, you know. Well, uh, maybe both of us are. I don't know, but yeah. Okay. By the oh, oh, we oh, because you could be plural. So yeah, that's yeah, saying that we yeah. are both possessed by the devil, and that we yeah, they're praying for both of our conversions. Okay, Ooh, I'll huh. tell you what. Uh, and which is which leads me to this one, Andrew. You ready to flip? Because I'm gonna flip my token. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna flip my token. Okay, Andrew. <laughs> One, two, three, flip. Oh, oh my bad. God, Andrew, did. you do okay. You went see. You went uh, calling her and being calm about it, huh? Yeah, come on. I, no need to freak out in public on Facebook, which is what you're choosing nah. to do. I'm gonna let her have it, Andrew. I'm gonna. It, <laughs> on, I know it's gonna make in the me comments. I know it's gonna make me more sensitive. Come off as more sensitive, but uh, we're getting into it on Facebook, Andrew. That I, I went with a. For the whole uh, world to see. We're letting we're everybody's putting the Michael Jackson popcorn, you know, gif in the uh, <laughs> in the comments, you know. Andrew, um, unfortunately, that does mean we did not match, Andrew. So we nah, you yeah. do have to set your set your happiness down by two now, and I'll do the same here. I'm down um, to twenty. So. Wow, and I am down to eighteen, I believe now, according to okay, this. So, so uh, okay, we are not not that happy, I would say, but we'll see. No. Listen, there's mo- there's a lot more game to play, Andrew. We can always maybe get that uh, get that back up, but we can't be doing it now, my friend. Now nah. we got to get back to the show. Yeah, and uh, well, oh, ooh, actually, Pete, I'd like to get back to the show, but okay. uh, I'm seeing uh, my phone is ringing right here. Oh my so, God! You didn't turn it off when we started recording the show, Andrew. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let me uh, just check. Oh, wait, Pete. It's an acquaintance. Oh. Acquaintance call in. That's right. It is time for an acquaintance call in. This is, of course, the segment where we talk to someone who many shows would refer to as a friend of the show, quote-unquote. But, of course, for our show, that would just be disingenuous. No friends, of course. So let's talk to an acquaintance, Andrew, just somebody that we know. Andrew, who do we have on the line today? Oh, our acquaintance today is a very good acquaintance of ours. Um, It's Anthony Arrett, and Anthony is the founder of the Goose Goslin chapter of Sabre. And if you're not familiar with Sabre, Sabre is susceptible the Society for American Baseball Research. So he knows a little bit something about baseball, but... Uh, okay. Uh, Anthony, welcome to the show. Hi, fellas. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Pleasure no problem. Here. Of course, of course. Um, Goose Goslin. So wait, now, I think Andrew was trying to fill me in. The, the chapters, the branches, they're named after uh, a player who's maybe like, was it players from the region in which the, the chapter exists? Is that true? So who's, who's Goose Goslin? So, yeah, that's usually the case. Um, so Goose Goslin was a, uh, well, is a Hall of Fame baseball player um, way, way, way back in the day um, down from Salem County. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So Salem County I, NJ. All right. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, with a name like Goose, how can you not use that? Yeah. Was that, <laughs> is that a, the real name or was that like a nickname? Oh, no, that's his real name. Goose. Wow. I was thinking about naming my my kids Goose, but I never went with it. I got shut down. 
Goose. Um, yeah, huge. Uh, Andrew's a huge. Uh, what's that uh, with the with the Jets? And the, wasn't that oh, uh, uh, Top Gun? Top Gun. Yeah, no. no Andrew's a huge Top Gun fan, and his wife kind of shot him down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shot me down in an airplane. Um, <laughs> it was a real now, dog fight. Hold on yeah. though. Uh, wait, we have Anthony here. We're talking all about Goose Gosling, but we 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 just need to confirm Anthony that oh, um, yeah. for our, for our listeners, you know, because they mm-hmm. they would sue us if they thought that we had a friend on the show. So right, we right. just got to make sure that you are not our friend. Is that true? Yeah, I can confirm. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. We have it and, on record, so they can call off your lawyers. Listeners is good. what I would say. Right. I'd like to also confirm that Anthony, you are my neighbor. Is that true? Oh, yes. Yes. yes, and can now we see confirm... that's allowed. Yeah, that's allowed. Yes, can we confirm that our kids play together all the time? Yes. Okay, okay. but we can still confirm that we are not friends. Yes, wow. that's correct. Okay. This, good. this is a very cross-examining, I would say. By the yeah, <laughs> under I'm, oath. I'm a little we... nervous now. Now, Anthony, yeah, you said all of that with your hand on a on a Bible, right? Is that, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, kids play all the time. Got it. Got it. Um, neighbor. Got it. Saber, and uh, just to prove it, it, Anthony did the other day just find out that I had a podcast. It was a little awkward because um, yeah, yeah. Well, been my neighbor well, for a you, while. And... You try to right. Well, you try to keep this fairly private. This is a private part of your this life. Is, this is just for me and my one friend. You know, I don't need other people. Trying to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate friend. to. I actually hate to tell you this, Andrew, but I have been putting these up on the internet. Uh, what? Yeah, we have like a you know a bunch of listeners every every. Uh, oh episode, no. But, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, we were sorry. just talking here. That okay. we were just talking here, yeah. <laughs> um, now, Anthony Saber, the Society for American Baseball Research. What? Uh, yes. How long has that even been around? Yeah, and what is it? And what so is it? it... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Society for American Baseball Research. Oh, oh it's kind of all yeah. it's on the title, right there yeah. on the tin, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was formed in uh, 1971 in all places, okay. Cooperstown, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, it's, it's basically just a uh, started out as a as a group of people into baseball, studying baseball, talking about baseball. Yeah. And it uh, still still is is the case uh, today. Huh. Okay. So, and do you and so it's basically uh, or specifically baseball research then right so it's maybe like so i'm sure there's like some social talk about how much you like the teams and all that stuff like that but you guys probably get into the nitty gritties and get into stats and stuff like that i guess right well actually it depends it it, mm. it varies honestly it can be about stats um mm-hmm. his, baseball history okay uh, talking about your favorite teams or favorite players it, mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. ranges from stats, baseball in the arts, Negro leagues, women in yeah. baseball. So uh, very many, many topics. I feel mm-hmm. like from what you've told me, it seems like it's a lot of guys who like like to talk about like baseball history. But maybe in other chapters, they do a little bit more with like the stats. and the re- Because I've heard of this. Does that have anything to do with this phrase sabermetrics that I've heard about in baseball? Mm. Is that where that comes from? Um, I, I don't know if it comes from saber uh but for but that's like the money ball stuff right where it's like uh, correct yeah yeah Yeah. so there there are people that are into that but i I would say a majority of the members in our chapter are big fans of uh the history of baseball okay 
So it's a bunch uh, of guys uh, sitting around drinking beers, watching baseball games. That's what you're talking. Yeah. About. Well, it's it's interesting yeah. to hear that like every <laughs> every chapter kind of oh. has its own personality. Basically, it depends on who's in it. Basically, sometimes guy. Yeah, it sounds like you really have like uh, control over what the meetings consist of basically it's if if you have a bunch of guys that want to do the historical part of it it's like that you'll do that you have the freedom to do that but if you want to look more at today's stats or something like that you'll do that too so that's that is cool that it gives you kind of like the freedom to pursue whatever the group's current interest in baseball is yeah it's it's wide ranging that's that's why everyone just says if you enjoy baseball. There's a place for you, and you're gonna love uh, mm-hmm. being a being a member and <laughs> and finding out things and and learning things. So there's yeah. we're, we're not constrained to any particular topic in baseball, which is great. Yeah, um, and is it uh, nationwide uh, or, or it is. is it just okay? Okay, so yeah, but we... I, there there actually may be a few chapters outside of the country. Um, Wow. Not positive, but uh, definitely nationwide. So and and you're not just a member of Sabre. You, as we mm. said at the top, you founded your own chapter of Sabre. So tell us the story with that. Well, how did that happen? What made you want to do that? Yeah. So honestly, I I forget how I even heard about Sabre to, to begin with. But I started to attend the Philadelphia chapter uh, which is called the Connie Mac Dick Allen chapter. Of course. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So uh, I attended their meetings and had a blast. Uh, met, made some friends through that. They had great public speakers, great topics that they covered. Um, and what I loved about it is it gave me, it scratched that baseball itch in the off season oh, yeah, when oh, it's yeah. the dead of winter and there's nothing going on. You're right. Um, and I'm not a, I'm not a sabermetrics guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like the history of baseball and I just like talking about it. So I, you know, started to attend these meetings, started getting involved and noticed that there was no chapter in South Jersey. There was one in North Jersey, which mm-hmm. at that time wasn't that active. Now, now it is. Um, but I felt that South Jersey really could use a chapter. I thought there was enough interest. And mm-hmm. I had to get a certain amount of people to say that they would join this chapter yeah. to to uh, get permission from Sabre to actually start this chapter. Wow. Hmm. And uh, Anthony, is there a, an actual kind of titular Sabre? Is there a sword involved is my, <laughs> is my main question. Uh, does maybe one get passed around to the different chapters or does every chapter have their own sword or? Uh no, it's actually a paddle. <laughs> it's a paddle. Yeah, it's a paddle. It's a, it's uh it's, it's referred to as a spanker. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it's in the shape of uh of home plate. Yeah. Home plate. <laughs> yeah. It's home plate on a stick. Yeah. Well, that makes sense then. That's, so that is the saber. Okay. All right. Um now, do you find yourself obviously we're talking about how like the different chapters of saber are regional do do you find yourself rooting for um basically like having room for not only being the fan of your local team but also it sounds like you're just in general a very big fan of baseball history too so mm-hmm. um do you find that saber helps you kind of look at the entire league as a whole um while also remaining kind of like a a, a home fan too 
I would say, honestly, it makes me appreciate the history more. Yeah. I'm, su I'm such a homer for my own team mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to root for certain teams, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, in our division and whatnot. Sure. Um, but yeah, there, there are specific players that I enjoy watching. I don't necessarily root for them um, yeah. unless they are all my team. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that that was what I was going to ask too. Was like, uh, is there ever a time when you guys are? And now it sounds like you are not as interested in the stats, but I wonder if there uh, if there's times when you are reviewing um, like current stats in uh, in the baseball as it is now, and maybe you maybe somebody's like on a streak of of some sort, and you and you find yourself like uh, being like, ooh, they might actually beat this record or something like that. Uh, I don't know if that ever comes up in your in your meetings where somebody's like. Hey, this is going on in the league right now. I don't know if you guys are looking at this thing, but the, this person's on a hot streak and they might beat this record, yada, yada, yada. And then suddenly you're paying attention to, you know, some of the league goings on um, outside of just the Philadelphia area. Definitely. I mean, if, yeah. they, if there's a streak happening or the potential of a record being broken, mm -hmm. broken, uh, I would love that. I would love to, yeah. to watch history. You had uh, yeah. Aaron Judge last year, I think, right? Oh, uh, with yeah. The home runs. Mm -hmm. And a, right. there was a guy uh, who's the guy on the Marlins this year, Anthony, that had the bad. Oh, Luis Arise. He he had a batting average that was like 400, yeah. 400 for a while or something like that. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Not anymore. <laughs> but like but yeah, like I, things like that, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love hitting streaks um, mm -hmm. just because it it reminds you of how hard it was, how hard it is to come close to the DiMaggio. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of the that's one of the streaks I always pay attention to if someone's on a hot streak. That'll probably mm -hmm. never happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't, well. yeah, I doubt it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that well they say that that um that uh, Otani, uh Shohei Otani, they're they're talking about him as kind of like a record breaking or like once in a lifetime type player these days and everything like that too. So I'm I'm guessing a lot of eyes are on him as well. Yeah, I, I would love. Now, there's an example of a player who's not on my on my favorite team, mm -hmm. but I would love for him to be on my team. I doubt it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, yeah, at least be on a team that's on the East Coast that I yeah. could easily watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Right, because you never, you know, the 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 kinds of records that that person could be pursuing or or you know, um, challenging at any given time. Yeah, I bet it's going to be multiple things throughout the career of of Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. I would assume as somebody who's just a, a general baseball fan of the sport, basically, that's that's something where you, it kind of gets you excited. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's an incredible player. I would yeah. love to be to be able to watch him much more, but being on the west coast right now um mm -hmm. where he mm -hmm. plays it's it's tough yeah for sure uh it's, i think it's i hear it's tough for him too where he plays you know what i mean uh they don't uh, they don't win a lot of games uh but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh so now and then speaking about this uh board game specifically anthony this is bat flip of course and one of the things you do right off the uh, the start of this game is you take two teams and you mix them together. You shuffle the 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 cards that uh, pertain to two different teams together, and then that kind of makes your deck that you end up playing with. Do you think it would be fun 
to see uh, two different teams randomly have to play together in the actual, <laughs> in real life, in the MLB? Is that something that would interest you? Oh, yeah. I think that yeah. would be great. I, I I think the closest to reality we get with that is maybe the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Right, with, right, with right. Players. So that would be that would be very interesting. Didn't they do right. that once during the Oh, no, I'm thinking you know what I'm thinking of is um uh the I'm thinking about football. Didn't they do that with the Eagles and the Steelers during like World War II? The, the Steagles. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> the Steagles. Cuz they didn't have cuz everybody was at the war, right? So they didn't have yeah. players or something like that. So the Steagles. There you go. Wow, wow. There and you they go. See, that's they didn't have a creative uh team name Right. Uh, position <laughs> yeah right exactly the whoever was yeah whoever was in the uh had the the job description of uh you know a guy who comes up with with clever names was also at war so <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately there was a vacancy on that one but, uh... <laughs> uh a lot of the teams in this game uh anthony they they really the creator of this game tried to make every team have its own kind of like personality thing that makes it unique. And I was wondering how much of that you feel like you see in real baseball. Like, do you feel like teams really do kind of develop their own personalities and maybe they're particularly good at one thing and they kind of become known for that? Like they have heavy hitters on their team or like they're a very good defensive team, or maybe they're like a dirty team. There's, so there's one team in this game that's known for being kind of like playing a little bit dirty and stuff like that. Do we, do we see that in, in real life sometimes? I think so. Um, I think these, there's a lot of teams with identities um, and some they're not proud of some they run with. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, off the top of my head, I've, I feel like uh, the 2017 Houston Astros known for the cheating scandal and the banging on drums, stealing signs. Yeah. Okay. Um, The going back in time, the 1927 Yankees. Yeah. Arguably the best team in the history of the sport. Um, They were called, they were nicknamed murderers row because of their, of their batting lineup and, with names like Gehrig and Babe Ruth Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. hometown team, the the 93 Phillies were known as just a bunch of guys you could drink beer with and they're going to go out there and win baseball Uh, games. Yeah. 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 Good old boys. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of teams have these identities and these personalities and a lot of times it can really galvanize a team and propel them. And sometimes it can, maybe not be so something that they're so proud of yeah yeah (laughs) there's one team in the game the new york money bags i think they're called Pete. oh yeah Mm -hmm, and they their mm -hmm. description is just that they're uh the owner paid a bunch of money to get these guys you know yeah and that's it i'm what i'm thinking hmm what real life team is that That sounds familiar yeah that's (laughs) uh well that's purely fiction obviously right yeah (laughs) it couldn't be Talking about the New York Mets is what I'm talking talking about. The Mets, yeah, famous. Actually, this year that's true, right? Actually, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's working out swell for them. (laughs) You love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, um, One of the things that the the person who made this game did really well, in my opinion, uh, Anthony, was they they had to name all these players, these fictional players, basically, and um, 
uh, un- unlike in Tech Mobile, where uh, they had to name a bunch of players and then they just called them QB Eagles and stuff like that <laughs> when they couldn't get <laughs> right to their name. Uh, in this uh, in this game, the, the he did spend a lot of time coming up with some really clever names for these folks that kind of has something to do with the team that they're on. Uh, and so, especially because Saber um, kind of asks uh, people when they make the new chapters to name them after some uh, some hometown uh, legends is there are there certain names in baseball that have stuck out to you over time as being particularly uh entertaining or special or uh, things that you remember uh, memorable in any way that you're like man this name you got to hear this name uh, Go- i mean goose goslin is uh, i would say one yeah. one of the most uh, memorable that i've heard yeah i would say goose goslin um coco crisp Okay. Oh, yeah. Crisp. Yes. I remember him. Yes. Yes. And and just because of the way, so I haven't said it already, but I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Yeah. Uh, how Harry Callis would say Mickey Morandini. Oh just, yeah. Mickey Morandini. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just yeah, love yeah. that name and how he said it. And oh yeah. We, Morandini. we Andrew and I were talking uh, a little bit earlier in the episode about uh, one time we went to a game recently this this season, in fact, actually. And the mm-hmm. uh, who was the it was the Cubs? Who were we playing? We were playing. They it was the Cubs. Game. Yeah. OK. And they got a, a guy in their team. Last name's Mervis. Uh, that's right m-e-r-v-i-s and yeah. so we uh, <laughs> we made sure that we made sure everybody in our section was uh, was knew what this man's name was because we we kept uh you know well because it rhymed with nervous so we kept saying it sounds like nervous so we said we kept yelling things like hey don't be nervous don't be nervous or whatever this he's looking nervous and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. so i mean did did it work oh it worked listen we that game was horrible we played horrible after that game now we're doing well. And I think the, the Phillies lost the like ten nothing in that game that we went to. Pete. It was a rough yeah. one. It was a really yeah. rough one. And then ever since then, you know, I think we basically got. I think we we got under of, Mervis's skin a little. We bit. got under Mervis's skin, and I think the whole team kind of rallied behind the fact that you know, <laughs> the fans, the fans in the stands were coming for the Cubs. You know, what I mean, specifically <laughs> the three guys. You know, the four guys sitting in. <laughs> In the one section, uh, who were really letting Mervis have it, I think they basically they probably met after the game and in the locker room and said, "Listen, guys, we got to do it for the Mervis guys." <laughs> and then the rest is history. Yeah, those those Philly fans, they they're 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 rough. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not quiet uh, fans. That's for sure. We're not mm. introspective fans in this city. Usually, we're 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 wearing it on our sleeve. That's for sure. <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> uh you know what anthony this is not usually a baseball podcast it's actually usually a board game podcast i don't know if you knew that mm. but um i know we're not friends yeah, oh, sorry. Wait, we, yeah. we tricked you yeah <laughs> we tricked you uh sorry andrew brought yeah. you on saying it was gonna be it's a you classic gonna be uh yeah sports fans were gonna be listening to this no no oh, wait, um, so uh, am i still getting paid in beer or <laughs> yeah good point yeah exactly <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I mean, uh, sure, meeples, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right. we've got little resource token shaped like beer we can give you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little beer token. Um, um, uh, so, uh, just, just out of curiosity, you have any favorite board games? You don't need board gaming? I don't even know this about you. 
Um, honestly, uh, not much until I had kids. Um, oh, okay. But th those are those are the classic shoots and ladders, Candyland. Yeah, we love oh, yeah. Candyland on the show. Yeah, yeah, of course. I I actually was camping with my son last night and uh, played Hi Ho Cherio. Okay. Which, which right. was which was good. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> which mm -hmm. I heard which that in your was, voice. Uh, which was, which uh, was good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we play that all the time at my house and uh oh yeah i, I have to agree with you anthony it's uh it's pretty good it's it's good, uh, good. <laughs> yeah that's that's a good review of it yeah it's uh it's good, it's good. as as a, <laughs> as a parent now there's two versions of this game and the second version yep um you play together that's and right, it's cooperative Yes, and it's the players against the game. That's so right. the, so the fact that you win together or mm -hmm. you lose together and you don't have siblings, one crying because they lost and the other one won, as yep. a parent, that's very nice that you don't yeah have that's to clutch oh. yeah 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 i'm gonna have to uh loan you or or your kids could even come over and play one time it's it's a game called it's a newer game called outfoxed and it's a kid's game. oh yeah kids game but it's all cooperative so you're you're working together to to get the clues and figure out you know the kind of like clue who, the, almost. who the thief was or something yeah. like that yeah 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 oh, that'd be mm -hmm. great yeah, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I couldn't think of the word thief, Pete. I I kept my really? brain kept wanting to say murderer, and I kept saying well, that's like, how. There, there's oh no yeah, murderer no, I don't think there was any kind game. of murder involved no. in this. Yeah, I think he just stole a pie or something like that. I think it's just like a fox that stole a pie or something. That's right. So, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, I don't think that's murder. deserving of murder, but well, in their world, it's kind of the same <laughs> thing. I think. <laughs> and I mean, this who... is a fictional. This is a fictional world where murder and you know human. Uh, I, well, I was about to say human life, but it's. Uh, Life and pie is kind of the same thing for them. Yeah, it's a metaphor. It's kind of a metaphor. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's actually a, a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and who knows after after this appearance on this podcast, while I'm drinking the beer that I'm going to earn from this, maybe <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll expand my board game knowledge and yeah, there you go. Be able exactly. to give an update. Look, we can't. Yeah. yeah. You're we always welcome. Lives. You're always welcome to come down the street and play board games. Just please do yeah. not get too friend. Don't have too good of a time, okay? I yeah, might... you can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm or not going to talk to you too much to or anything. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to stop doing the podcast, and I, you know, I'm not yeah. ready for that quite yet. I'll let you okay. know when you. Yeah, I don't want to be the Andrew. cause of that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony, this has been uh, really fun talking to you here today. Yeah. Um, but. If people want to learn a little bit more about Saber, uh, yeah. or the Goose Gosselin chapter, or any chapter where they may be listening from, um, where can they find out about that? Yeah, so they can check out uh, Saber.org, S-A-B-R.org. Um, everything's there. Uh, and uh, check it out. And, you know, it's great. It's it's not that much money to join. And like I said, you can get a lot out of it. and. Uh, I have I've made very good friends uh, through it. Not you, mm -hmm. Andrew or or Pete. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. say, don't make too many friends. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and uh, and you talked about like like uh, some some dues and stuff like that. It actually goes towards pretty cool stuff, right? Because like you you actually have people come out um, and do presentations and talks and stuff like that from the industry, like from within Major League Baseball and stuff like that. Sometimes too, right? So correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. and, and the Sabre organization actually has an annual convention mm. as well. Uh, that's, uh, I haven't been one to, uh, haven't been to one yet, but the, everything I heard, they're, they're great. They're really yeah. well run. Um, they have big names there, former players, um, front office execs. Uh, it's mm-hmm. great. So it, it's really worth it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's not uh, if if somebody were to be interested in joining, it's not like you're just meeting up with a guy down the street or whatever and just talking baseball. You could do that on your own time anyway. It you actually get a lot more out of it. It's a more professional, uh, you know, experience that you get out of it, which is good. So exactly, yeah. If 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 you're a researcher or even looking to get into the business of uh, baseball or sports, it's it's mm-hmm. great for that as well. Hmm. Very cool. Well, that is awesome. Thank you, Anthony, for coming on and enlightening us on that and, and talking talking ball, talking baseball. Uh, is that what they said? So, uh, Anthony, you're gonna have to... baseball. <laughs> baseball. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's great. We will uh, we'll be talking to you before long uh, about you know all the goings ons of the the season. We'll see you at the uh, at the Phillies parade. Uh, when they win it at all, That's is that right. my jinxing it by saying that? I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. All right, we'll um, we'll all meet up at the uh, Broad yep. Street, the Phillies Parade, World Series Parade, and uh, okay. I'll bring I'll bring bat flips so we could just play while we're waiting for the parade. Yeah, just people just stepping on all of our cards, knocking them out of our hands. <laughs> That'll be real fun. Uh, yeah. Well, I look forward to that, Anthony. Uh, well, I'll see you when we're getting wedgies on the on Broad Street uh, <laughs> for playing for bringing a card game to the to the Phillies Parade um but uh but yeah thanks again thanks guys appreciate it yeah all right take care bye-bye oh wow 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 andrew that (laughs) was fun uh talking to anthony all about saber and you know stats all my favorite stuff baseball my favorite stuff andrew luckily you love it luckily anthony's uh, super fun to talk to otherwise i would have been snoring um, uh-huh. I would have been Andrew. I would have been getting for bed, probably taking off my uh work clothes, taking off my tie. You know what I mean, and uh, taking off my pants, Andrew, because I don't sleep oh. in chinos or whatever. You telling me uh, you'd be getting you'd be getting bottomless? Oh, good point, Andrew. Why don't we go ahead and talk about uh, bottomless apps? Bottomless apps. All right, bottomless apps. Uh, boy, this segment's just just terrible. I don't even know why we're doing this segment. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> bottomless apps. No, it's a really great segment, actually. Uh, this yeah. is the segment where uh, we are going to uh, brainstorm how to take off. Uh, <laughs> brainstorm how to take off. Our brainstorm pants. how brainstorm. to take off our pants. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're gonna figure out how the best to turn way. This... <laughs> We're going to take off our pants, Andrew, and then brainstorm how to turn this into a hit mobile game app, okay? That's That's bottomless apps. So first and foremost, Andrew, we got to go ahead and take off our pants. So hold on one sec while we... uh... All right. Okay. I am bottomless. I am bottomless. Uh, Andrew... Got to turn it into a mobile game app. Andrew, I got one word for you. The, this word has one hyphen, Andrew. Microtransactions, okay? That's <laughs> yes. all the ra- That's what apps are all about these days anyway, Andrew. Uh, tricking people into paying 
a small amount of money over and over and over again and basically just parasiting, sucking the money out of people. And uh, we can do it, Andrew, with this game because here's the thing. Sell booster packs, Andrew. Sell individual cards for, like, especially good players. I mean, this is... People already do this. I feel like with stuff, we could just do yes. that with this. It'd be great. You know how many you you know how many bat flip booster packs I'd be buying, Andrew. <laughs> well, it's like that Magic the Gathering app. The app itself yeah. is free. What's that called Magic Arena? It, yeah, yeah, the app like itself that. is great. It's free, but yeah, you can do some microtransactions but, to yeah. get a few other. Cards I mean, you can get cooler cards if you you, know, yeah. you just pay a little bit of money. It's not that much, you know. What I mean, before you know it, yeah, exactly. I should mention um, one cool thing about this game. I forgot to mention one cool thing is that it, each team has one card that is like oh, has like yeah. a shinier background. It's like a, what we used to call it's hologram. Hologram. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, for like the best player on the team, quote unquote, like the most valuable yeah. player from the yeah. Which I just thought that was a nice cool touch. Idea. But that would be that would be yeah. like something if you if you found it in a booster pack, you'd be like, Oh, I got the shiny Charizard. Oh my god, I got Mickey I got Mickey Starfish, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I know. It's cool. It's very cool. You, we could do that in the app. That's what I'm saying to you, Andrew. Sometimes maybe yes. there's like a one in like a million chance you get a Mickey starfish, and people are like, oh, you know, uh, Andrew. And then here's the other thing, right? Uh, how about this? How about you get some real rudimentary graphics in there? You don't need anything special. Um, you save money on the overhead by not you know, paying a great artist or whatever, you just, you just put in like Tecmo bowl level graphics. You know what I mean? Where like a guy, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like a crack of the bat and you just see a ball like fly or whatever. And then you see, you know, maybe like a five color palette of like a guy like going, yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you have Um, the crowd noise in the background, which is just like static sound. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's so good. That'd be great. Get some or get some organ MIDI music in there. You know what I mean? It'd be awesome. Uh, you know, I just I uh. I think it, I think we could totally pull this off, Andrew. And you know what? Honestly, back to the booster packs. You just never run out of guys. Just make more guys. You know, doesn't yeah. matter. Scott Scott obviously is very good at making these guys. Just put him, lock him in a room. Make him make you more guys. Just squeeze it yes. at him. Say you can't yep. come out until you made me five more guys. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, you, I did not have this written down, but you just gave me an idea that the bot, the mobile app, the hit mobile app for this game should be like Pokemon Go, but it's called Batflip Go. And Let's go, you, dude! Yeah, you have to travel around any any baseball field you go to. That's where you. That's where you go and like get the get the yep. cards or whatever. Yeah, get the players. And people can like make their own like home team for that. Yeah, I love it. Yes. So if you go if you go to like a major league stadium, obviously there's going to be plenty of chances to guess it. But also just any little league, you could just be hanging around a little league game, you know, just looking at your mm-hmm. phone, you know, as a grown man. I think it'd be good. Yeah, that's right. And the cops are like, "What are you doing here?" And you're like, "I'm playing bat flip." And they're like, "Hmm, sick." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes. they're like, "Did you know there's a one in a million chance you get, my, you know?" And it's like, "Yeah." My my actual idea that I had written down here, and this is actually a serious idea. It's not a joke on this one. I think you should really, Scott. I think Scott. you should actually do this. Okay, Scott, Scott turn it oh, up. Oh, actually, though, Scott. Actually, this is a really serious idea, Scott. You should put this game on because I know you're listening. You should put this game on Board Game Arena because yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, come on. Who's who's not doing? It? I think that'd be fun. I love playing Board Game Arena. But anyway, yeah. Um, I think you should make a mobile app where you bring back 
the draft idea from the original that I talked about in the history where you're oh, drafting yep. one player at a time. Uh, now, I hate to say this because you're going to need to get more than two people involved for this idea. Oh, my God. Andy. But you know what? You can't see them because you're playing on your phone, so it's okay. It's not You're not friends with them, okay? But what you're okay, doing is you're, that's good. you're playing a my whole... My finger was league. hovering on the stop record button. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're playing a whole league, okay? So you get, like, a bunch of people together. Ooh. You draft all the different cards that are in the game. Right. Wow. And then you make your you truly make your own team. You can call it whatever you want. Every single play player is on a team, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every single player that you that you want. So then you play out a whole season. You know, it gives you a schedule. The, the app would work out all that stuff, and yeah. it's turn based games on your phone. You can just play when you're you know doing whatever. And then there you know there's playoffs. There's a championship. It would be great. Hmm. And so you know, it's a good idea. I I think. I think that would be fun. And side note, I seriously actually want to do this in real life. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. We can cards. do it. We, yeah, we can do it. So I'm not sure <laughs> if I can ever get that many people together at once, but I'm going to say this. No. This is an open invitation. If you live in the area, in the in the South Jersey, Philadelphia area, and you're interested, please send us an email at twocanplaythatgamepodcast at yep. gmail.com. And we're going to do it. We're going to do a bat flip league. Come on over. Let us know where you're at. I would love. I would love to do a bat flip league. I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd but, be cool. You know. All right. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Probably well, no one's listening to this. Anyway, it's so. probably nobody's listening to you because you you look like a big nerd, Andrew, with your expanders in your mouth and your braces yeah. and your. Hold on, Andrew. <laughs> oh, wait. I just noticed something. Did you just get your expanders out? I just got my expanders out. That's right, Pete. I did just get my expanders out. Um, and also, it happens to be the time of the show where we're going to talk about expansion packs of this wow. game. And also, what expansion packs we think that they should make for this game. So mm-hmm. we also we we talked we already talked about the one expansion pack that exists that kind of came out with the Kickstarter bases Correct. loaded expansion pack. Yeah. And um, like I said, he said he has a lot more ideas for teams. To publish. Let's go. Uh, Let's so go. Well, let me deck, start. So. Let me start there, Andrew, because I do also have some ideas for some teams. For okay, um, yeah, I, I knew you might. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, Andrew. How about like big guys, like all out of shape guys, but they're still good. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they're all like CC Sabathia or whatever. Like because the baseball yes. is one of those sports where they're, they're the every interest. now and then there's like a big guy who's who's you know he's pudgy. But he or oh, or, yeah. or more, <laughs> and he's still somehow is playing professional ba- baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, and I don't know what you call those guys. Uh, but um, that's Scott's territory. That's not my territory. How about a team <laughs> where all the players bet on the game, Andrew? Kind of like a uh, Pete Rose uh, situation or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they all are betting on or the it. game. And and here's the thing, Andrew. They can win if they reach a certain amount of winnings. They bet on like different things that happen in the game and at the end of the game they have like winnings from all their bets of what happened in the game and they might still win even if they lose the game they still oh, have a bet. huh how about a, that uh, isn't that fun chicago what's this called chicago black Sox uh uh scandal you, you heard about really that? no <clears throat> yeah. oh no oh it's a i don't know about it's a famous that, it happened a long it was like in the Some 20s baseball or... or yeah baseball i think it was in, maybe in the 20s or 30s or something like that where like the manager 
was betting against his team. This is the Chicago oh, White Sox. Oh, and he Sox. was tanking they, them on purpose kind of thing? Yeah, this was in the World Series. They were in the World Series, oh. and they he lost on purpose, and they found Very out, smart. and it was a whole thing. Yeah. Wow. So. Super smart on his part, quite frankly. <clears throat> yeah, so that's um, why Pete Rose cannot be in the Hall of Fame, even though he's like got the most hits of anybody ever. Um, right. Because he was, he was betting on baseball. Yeah, I mean, and that I don't really care about. I think he also is probably just like a, I think he's, I think I heard he's just like a terrible guy too, but. Well, um, we learned that last year when he came to the, yeah, when he came to the Phillies that's alumni. That's what uh, it was. That's what uh, it was. weekend, because, oh, yeah, yeah. it turns out like, oh, he's actually not a great guy. Like, yeah. very he bad was, guy. But the betting on the sports, I honestly don't care about, but yeah. No, mm-hmm. I never cared about that either, because yeah. he wasn't really betting on his team or whatever it was. You know, yeah, whatever. I don't who cares it's like you know it's it's the whole it's you know what who cares it that it's like a moral like line in the sand thing that i don't i don't care about it's the whole like the whole thing with clinton and Lewinsky. it's like i it's i'm not here for the morality of this person that's not you know that's well, they're also business. not letting in the guys who did steroids into the Hall of Fame. Like the, the also, writers who are gives not, a crud? They're not voting for them. I'm like, come on. Like, come you, on. you can't tell me that Barry Bonds was, like, not – even if he did steroids, yeah. he's not worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah. Come on. Come on. Whatever. Yeah, it just seems petty. It just seems petty. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I don't mean Tom Petty or whoever the race – Or the heartbreak car guy. Yeah, right. That's right. Oh, Andrew, how about a superstitious guy. team? Because I feel like in baseball yes. there's always – They talk about superstition. So, like, I don't know exactly – I haven't exactly worked this out, but something where, like, every batter has something you have to do before they get up to bat, and if you don't do it, uh, their, their power is, like, one value, but if you can do it, it's another value or something like that. I don't know. So, and Scott, that's on you. That's not my thing. It's, I already it's, I set uh, I set that up. It's if you can play uh, them in a certain order, you know. Yeah. Like you can play this, okay. This card, and if this card follows this card, then it gets an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And if this one can follow that one, and it followed yep. the other one, then, you know, something like that. Something like that. Or maybe there's like cards that aren't players. They're like a lucky charm, or I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm an ideas guy, Andrew. I'm not the guy who. <laughs> works it out you know what I mean? right but that's did you have uh did you have ideas for teams or did you have other ideas for expansion well no i'm glad you did teams because i was okay. i was thinking about doing teams but then i thought well let's throw in some other types of cards here oh um, cool idea yeah what do you got yeah and like you said the lucky charms like i like that one but i'm actually well, going like i'm actually cereal, going um yeah i have a lot of experience visiting minor league uh teams and, hmm. and their stadiums so this is called the minor league expansion because I've learned a oh. lot by going. I've been to a lot of different minor league baseball. <clears throat> All right, confession time. I I used to have this dream of visiting every single minor league baseball stadium in the country. Um, okay, yeah. And I was I was well on my way. I I visited maybe the twelve of them, and out of like crazy, you know, out of like three hundred or something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, yeah. And I had a whole spreadsheet going You're and everything. Well on it was your great. Way. I, I probably still have that spreadsheet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what I learned is that in the minor leagues, it isn't really about the baseball so much. It's more about oh. the gimmicks. Okay. So, I'm listening. Cause, cause these teams, they're just trying to get like families to come to the part, you know, people with kids cause the parents yeah. don't want to, you know, they don't want to make the long drive to like the big city. Cause maybe these, these places, these are in smaller cities that are farther away and they, right. they also, so they're they just an, a family entertainment center that happens to center around baseball, basically baseball. Right. So I see. So you're playing the game like bat flip, but the minor league expansion, it's going to include ballpark 
gimmick cards. Okay, Ooh, so you're okay. gonna have different mascots that can come in, and they can like give your players oh, yeah. like a boost. You you have maybe uh, t-shirt cannons, you know, uh, yeah. or stuff like that. You can. In fact, one time I did that at a minor league stadium. My my fun story. My cousin used to be an intern at a at a uh, minor league baseball stadium, and she got. My brother and I out on the field, and we were shooting T-shirts into the crowd. It was pretty. Oh fun. my god! Did you have to sign like a liability waiver or something like that? No, nope, though I didn't do anything. Okay, mm-hmm. how about this one? How about all these novelty acts that they have come into these minor league stadiums? You could have a card, like I saw this one time, a an act that was a a dog that had a monkey riding on its back like a horse. I saw that one time. Oh, that's that great. Area. Yeah. Uh, so that would just maybe distract the opponent somehow, and you get you know they can't defend against that. That's a, cla- um, that's a classic halftime. It's yeah. that. It's martial arts, dance. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. All by like local, you know, people. How about um? Yeah. You need. You always need a fireworks display at the end of these things. They always have fireworks oh, at the minor yeah. league stadiums every time. And win or uh, lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe a maybe an after game concert that's on the field by okay. some artist that no one's ever DJ heard of. Shaq. You know. You've been you've yeah, been yeah. seeing this. Shaq has been DJing like. <laughs> oh, I noticed. Oh, that was Diesel... he at the game that we went to or whatever? Was it was that happening no, after it, we? It was yeah. He did do a Phillies game this year, but I huh. it wasn't. Uh, it was it was Diesel, aka Shaq, and I remember listening yep. to the uh, to the radio broadcast in the Phillies, and they were they were promoting that, and the one Heck guy said yeah. said, "Well, who is that?" And he what? said, "Well, it's Shaq." And said, "Well, not the basketball player." He said, "Yeah, it is." And yeah. he said, wait, no, it's not really? And they were like, <laughs> and on. the guy wouldn't believe him that it was actually Shaq. And I wasn't sure either because I'd never heard of Diesel yeah. a.k.a. Shaq. But well, yeah, it was Who Shaq. cares? Come on. you If you know Shaq, if you know anything about Shaq, you could believe that he would DJ in a second. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> he's just looking for things to do. <laughs> he's, just, he's just doing anything these days. Um, yeah, but I anyway, love it, Andrew. I think it's great. Yeah. Just add a little bit of pizzazz. We don't need all the yeah. baseball in this baseball game. Yeah, okay? we need other distractions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Well, I, I have one more idea. This is a mini expansion, Andrew, and this is about another thing that we need in the game and is glaringly omitted. Andrew is that obviously when Scott was working on this, it was before they put a limit on the number of mound visits that a team can have Andrew, because the mound <laughs> visit remaining, uh, or the MVR stat is just left out altogether. We got to change that. <laughs> Andrew, we gotta, there's gotta be a little mini expansion where every team has a certain amount of MVRs. Maybe there's a little ga- mini game within right. that where you, where right. you can like so, affect your, your opponent's number of MVRs or something. So at this same game that I took pizza this year where the Phillies mm-hmm. lost by 10 runs and I ate two rock-hard stale pretzels. Yeah. Um, there was one Pete, thing going in the Phillies' favor, Andrew. <laughs> Pete happened to notice that there was a stat up on the big scoreboard that said MVR. And I wasn't even sure that was new this year as well. But that, we figured out, means how many times they're allowed to go out and talk to the pitcher at the mound. And mound uh, Pete, Pete seemed to be remaining. focused on the fact that he thought that if you had more MVRs... Uh, you, You're you technically winning win the game. The game, yeah, yeah right, exactly. I'm not sure, it's really that important. So it was but... actually it wasn't looking that bad for us uh, for most of that <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so maybe there's something there. I don't know. Scott's a very uh, smart person. Obviously, he can work out how the MVRs are worked into the game. But I just, uh, I just wanted to make uh, put a little dog ear on this and say, hey, Scott, don't don't leave it out next time. I'm gonna let it slide this time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. That was one um, of the rule changes they made this year along with the pitch clock. So maybe there's some sort of like chess clock timer that you could incorporate in this game as well hmm. that would make it go along quicker. Yeah, yeah. I guess that could help as well. Yeah, that's a very good point. Some some, some sort of pitch clock. Yeah. I don't know. These are, you know, some fundamental ideas, Andrew, that were – it's almost like we're, you know – coming up with like the wheel or something like that or uh inventing reinventing fire or something like that some of these some of these ideas they're so fundamental to the to the game andrew which is of course something uh that uh, was once done by neanderthals neanderthals Man, you are getting good at these transitions, Pete. I gotta say. What can I um, say, Andrew? I'm kind of at the top of the league in terms of segues. You know what I mean? Is, uh, a lot of people said I couldn't do here. it. A lot of people said I couldn't. Yeah, segue from. I just got my expanders out into Neanderthals, but uh, they're eating crow now. They're eating their words, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, did we ever pull up our pants from like two segments ago? I don't think we did. Uh, I never have and never will. At this point, no. Andrew. So okay, I'm great. Just so we're going. Free. We are we are teleported to prehistoric times in this segment. We still have our pants down, and uh, I think that is some... a sign of good faith for Neanderthals because there's yes. no way they were wearing that much back then. We're gonna meet some cavemen, and they are gonna insist that uh, we show them our games. So are we yeah. gonna show them bat flip? Why or why not? Hmm. Uh, um, what do you think, Andrew? I, I can say uh, no. I will not be showing them bat. What? Flip. Yeah, no, um, because what I've learned is that explaining baseball to someone who's never played before is very, mm. very tough. Um, I see. And I think it would just, I think the learning curve would be, to, in fact, I'm i am thinking about this right now as I'm saying this, and I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder if people listening in, like, say, we have a lot of uh, listeners in, uh, like, England and stuff like that. I wonder if they, oh. you know, even know what we, because some of the, I was, as you're reading the instructions of this, he does a pretty good job of explaining how to play baseball. Like you, you advance, you know, around mm-hmm. the bases and all that stuff. And there's three outs and you have these innings. And, but, um, mm-hmm. I think if you didn't like all of that, it's like, you're just reading it and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, of course I know this. Okay. This is baseball. I know how to do this, but right. didn't know because that, we already be have a, a baseline understanding of the rules of baseball. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I went to a Phillies game one time with, um, somebody else, not you, uh, just an acquaintance. What? And this acquaintance happened to bring someone who was from Brazil, and she had never seen baseball before, uh, never played it before or anything. So we're sitting there trying to explain to her the rules, and it was like a surreal experience. Like, I don't know. It was like very – I never tried to actually explain baseball to somebody who had no idea about the game. It was really, really hard to explain, and I think it's just a lot easier if you just play the game, then you kind of learn it that way. But uh, yeah, yeah it, was just, it was kind of funny, like explaining, well, about like the strike zone, you know, about like, well, it has to be in the area around here, otherwise it's not a good pitch, and that's called a ball. And it's right. like, well, where where do they have to throw it? Well, it's like kind of an imaginary. It's box kind of an imaginary like... box. And the guy, see the guy there, his whole job is to basically picture the box in his head. And yeah. and then we're we're explaining about a home run and like and mm. how he gets to like run around the bases. And she's like, well, he, uh, can can't somebody just throw it back in and then like throw it back? And they're like, no. And we're like, no, 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 it's done. Like it's just like basic things it's like done. that where it's like. This would be the rules of baseball would be way too hard to explain to, 
you know, it, it's hard enough to explain to a modern human who's never seen it. I, I don't even mm. think a Neanderthal. I'm not. I'm just gonna get I too don't frustrated know. explaining them the rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I sure as heck am showing it to them, Andrew. I'll, I'll give it a <sighs> wow. shot. Okay. Yeah. Because right, okay. First of all, I think they I think they'd like the artwork, Andrew. It's good. It's funny. Has a bunch of strong guys on it, basically. So I think first of all, they're going, you know, ooh ooh ooh, basically. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. You know, hairy guys. They're loving it. Okay. Secondly, uh, to teach them this game, as you pointed out, you got to teach them baseball, basically, because you got to kind of know baseball before you fully understand this game. Okay. There's two reasons I'm on board for this, Andrew. First of all, it's extremely accessible to cavemen, Andrew. They all they got to do, they got to throw a rock, they got to smack it with like a big dinosaur femur or something like that, and it's baseball, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they don't have to, you know, they don't have to have a peach basket. They don't have to, you know, have rubber or anything like that. Uh. You just. <laughs> You just got a rock and you got a bat, basically. That's it, or whatever. Uh, you know, a piece of wood, a dinosaur bone. Um, but the other reason I want to teach them baseball, Andrew, is that maybe they'll actually come up with better baseball, Andrew. Because um, you got to admit, and I, I know you will admit, baseball is boring and slow. Um, and there's uh, no, no way. It's, it's not, there's no way. Uh, sorry, Andrew, you, you dropped out. I don't know. I can't hear you anymore. It's it's not no boring. Way. It's there's, it's relaxing. Um, okay. What's there's that? You're breaking up. You said it's boring. Okay, I agree. No. There's no way that a caveman caveman uh, don't kind of knock it up a notch. They're not going to be playing it at the same slow pace and everything like that. Okay. Um, it's a caveman. Right. They're here to, you know, rock and roll basically. Okay. Um, so they're probably going to come up with a bunch of zany extra rules by the time it reaches our time. Come on, because we go back to the uh, back and wow. you know back to the future. Um, mm-hmm. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Um, the we'll probably have even better baseball when we get back. So yeah, I'm going to show it to them. So you're you're making it uh, even older. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Oh, I see. So. So, like, the rule changes that they're making now to make the game, like, a little bit faster paced, a little more interesting. more. They'll have already taken place long, long ago. I see. By the time we get back to baseball, there's going to be, like, I don't know. There's going to be, like, you can, like, sick dogs on somebody and, like, you can, like, (laughs) you can, like, jump on somebody's shoulders to do X, Y, Z and get points for that. And, you know. This is sounding like the. Uh, have you seen this? The Savannah Bananas. Did I tell you about that? Oh, the, uh, let's go, dude. Yeah, I don't know a lot about them, but I. Yeah, they're basically Harlem Globetrotters for baseball. It's sounds. Yeah, great. yeah, it looks real fun. I want to see a game sometime, but it's, it's just it's just sounds awesome. great. I saw a video the other day, and they're also pretty talented too. Like I saw the video mm-hmm. the other day of like the center fielder did a backflip and caught a fly ball while doing a backflip backflip yep. in midair and stuff like that. So yep, they Different do funny skill stuff. Set. They do impressive stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, uh, I'm down. Let me know when you want to go, and I'll just bring that flip. Andrew, <laughs> um, the two of us could go see Savannah Bananas. Um, we could also, Andrew, the two people could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? 
Okay, it's that time where we're gonna we're gonna put a number to this game. How sure are you that two people should play this game from zero <laughs> to one hundred percent? Somewhere in there. Wow. wow. How much how much do you recommend this game to two other people, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um shall I go first here, Andrew? Um Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Andrew I do not particularly like baseball, okay? Um okay. in fact, I like this game better than I like baseball, Andrew. It did it. It surpassed yeah. baseball for me. Now, baseball was already a little bit lower in my head in terms of things that make me happy. This game, it, honestly, it lapped baseball, Andrew. I like this <laughs> game a lot. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, and, yeah, so I would instantly, in a second, I would play this game over watching a single, a single play, even the best highlight play from baseball. I would play this game. Instead, wow. um, I think that it's super intelligently designed, Andrew. Uh, I think it's very fun to look at the cards that you've drawn and try to figure out how you want to use them. Um, and I think that the designer has just packed so many cool features into it and mechanics into it that are well thought out. They're not just gimmicks or like pasted on and stuff like that. Uh, it's impressive. Um and I don't know. It's yeah. It's just impressively fleshed out, basically all of the mechanics and uh, for each individual team, and the fact that there are so many different options for everything, and so many different ways the game could play out. I just I don't know. I think it's kind of a blast, Andrew. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm 89% sure that wow. two people should play this game. And you know, for me, that's 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 a pretty high number. That's a high number for anybody. 89%. Mm-hmm. Um... 89% two people should play this game. I'm going to go even higher than that. I'm going to say ninety-three 90, 93% sure. 93%, I, Andrew. Pete, I have got a confession. I have not stopped thinking about this game since we since we played it on um, wow, game night. you're obsessed. I, I, yeah, I mean, really, every single day I think about it. I think about, um, well, mostly I, I think about I how I All day I dream about bat flip a, a d i want to th- i think about how i want to play a league so if you're interested please email us at to play that game podcast <laughs> please andrew's di- literally going to die if he doesn't get a i would to love it. to do that I, please please email us uh to play that game podcast at gmail.com wow. um wow. wow but also i mean i just think we talked about it a lot the theme is great the the player names all the the, the the detail on the names and the I didn't even mention the flavor text on these cards. Some of the cards have like little quotes from the players, which are funny. Oh like, yeah, that little... was an extra step on his part. They, those are fun and funny too. The little flavor text on the bottom. Yeah, it'll, it'll details be details about their life. Some yeah. of them will be like trying to be relevant or whatever. Where it'll be like you know George uh, played baseball for the academy of blah blah blah, and it's like a funny name for academy or whatever. And then some of them are just like Bob likes toast buttered twice or whatever it's like what you know what i mean it's like it's good it's funny but better i liked the ones that were like like especially on, there's one guy on the juicers i don't remember who it is but on the the juicers are supposed to be all of steroid guys and uh yeah. one of them it, it said like uh you know he uh, uh this season he hit uh, 63 home runs which was an improvement on his previous high of eight you know yeah it's so clever <laughs> so clever uh, stuff like that which is yeah, beating um, his previous high of eight yeah and so. you know me i, I love uh, random aspects in board games so i love the hail mary aspect of the bat flip mechanic yep. i just i knew you that's... would i knew yeah, you'd love the I... chaos of those of stealing and the bat and, flip and everything yeah 
it it also still even though it's not a baseball simulator like i said like it's you're not mm-hmm. just playing like a lineup of guys like you it, it breaks the rules of baseball for sure but it still captures some of the feeling of baseball because yeah. at times it can be really frustrating when you just cannot get anybody like on base you can't you can't <laughs> yeah. score you can't get which, out of which an is really inning, the only you know re- I mean without yeah which is really the only reason I'm not rating it higher than 93 because some there were a couple times where I was like oh, this is, I cannot get anything going here this is not not working out yeah um you can fall into a slump but you know maybe you just don't have the cards that time but sometimes you get real lucky and the right thing happens at the right time and so you know it just it, Feels it works out mm-hmm. um so I love this game I I uh, have been bucking other people in my life to play besides just wow. you. Wow! Wow! So, um, what the yeah, heck? Get my family members to play oh this. Any God. other acquaintances that I see? Well, in the, on uh, that yeah. note, let's go ahead and end this then. <laughs> no, this no. Let's go to our. That gets me. Let's go to no, our. Actually, you're asking other people. No, Andrew. Actually, I, yeah, but that's just driving other people away from me though, because they all think I'm annoying. So they're like, good, uh, good. Actually, know. that's great. Ask everybody in the who takes up your time. <laughs> to play this game and eventually yeah you'll have much more time to uh, play games with me because they'll all leave Mm -hmm. you andrew um take a trip with me if you wouldn't mind to the leaderboard leaderboard all right it's time to go look at the leaderboard which is on our jumbotron right now in our in our to play that game stadium wow and we are going to take our two scores and average them out. Baseball players know all about averages. Uh, oh, so yeah. we're going to take 93 plus 89. We're going to add those two together and divide by two. And we're going to come up with 91% sure that two wow, people Andrew. should wow. play this game. And if this is crazy, if you look at the leaderboard here, yep. you really got to be a real stat head to understand what's going on here. Because yep. we currently have four games that are all tied at 91%. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, but And what are those games, some... Andrew? Those games are Polis, um, Android Netrunner, Batflip, and Circle the Wagons, all coming yes. in at 91% average score. Um, now... Paulus uh, and Android Netrunner are going to score slightly above this one in terms of rankings because we right. said that the game if... that has a higher individual score is going to get higher up on the leaderboard. Right. So it shows Android that Net... one person at least was the yeah. most passionate about that thing. If one of the individual scores was 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 high was highest. Pol- so yeah, Polis and and Android Netrunner, you rated those 95. So you really liked those games. So those yep. are going to be 6 and 7. This Android Nutrunner, by the way, Android Nutrunner uh, is Android when somebody nut- goes down south to buy nut meat from the convenience Andro- sto- from the gas station convenience store and brings it up north. That's the game, Android Nutrunner. <laughs> got to uh, drive real fast across the border. got to drive real qu- fast before the New Jersey State Troopers figure out that you've got a car full of nut meat. I'm a um, nut... <laughs> Andrew, Polis and Andrew Netrunner literally had the exact same scores from us. I gave both of those 95, which means I was most passionate out of all these 91 average games. Um, And and the only reason that Polis uh, ended up above Andrew Netrunner is because it was sent to us for free as a review (laughs) copy, which, of course... Uh, does give it the edge. Um, that's the second now, level of tiebreakers, yes. That's the second level of tiebreaker. Now, Batflip, um, your score of 93 is the highest individual score between Batflip and Circle the Wagons, which we mm-hmm. both gave 91. 
And so that means Batflip does get put right above Circle of Wagons. Boy, what a great game that is. I mean, Andrew, Which this means, means that it's in the top ten, Andrew. It's number eight on our list of, oh my check God. it out, 69 games. Wow, that's a nice score, I should say. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot to say uh, right up top. Uh, this is episode 69, which is Up nice. top, my man. Which um, is nice, yeah. And um, Bad Flip is scoring at number... We have not had a game break the top 10 in a while, I want to say. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, fact, it's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rattle off our top 10 here. We yeah. have, uh, at number one, we have Go... Number two, Fields of Arla. Number three, oh, Fog yeah. of Love. Fog of uh-huh. Love, which we play every single episode yep. here. Yep, yep. Number four, Seven Wonders. Duel number five, <laughs> Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion. That's not yep. going anywhere. Yep. That's only at a 91.5, by the way. Uh, and then it's you've got just above these, yeah. This four-way tie. Number six, Polis. Number seven, Android Net Run, Android Nut Runner. Uh, <laughs> number eight, Bat Flip. Number nine, Circle of Wagons. And number ten, Carcass on the Castle. So Batflip has now oh, wow. officially pushed Patchwork out of the top 10, Ooh, which is now at a number Ooh, that's 11. okay. There's another Uva sitting there at number two with Fields of Arla, so that's okay for yeah. me. Um, wow. wow, Andrew. Yeah, no, literally the last time something broke the top 10 was episode 57 with Polis, um, yeah. which uh, which is a phenomenal game all about um, you know ancient Greece. So really, and I mean, you could say states. that these... These four, it's really like a four-way tie for sixth place, almost. Yep. Some people might say that. We would not, but some people might say that. Some people but, might say uh, that. Not, not yeah, us, of course. That yeah. is... Because we do measure wow. passion here. I did here. not... I got to wow. say, when... Uh, I, I hope he takes this the right way, but when uh, when we were sent this game, I just thought, oh, okay, this is another individual... I, I keep falling for these, you know. Scott sent us the game, and I thought, okay, this is just a guy yeah. who's making a board game in his house. How good could it be? Yeah. And again, I was like blown away by wow this is actually really good yeah i i you that's kind of how you presented it to me too at first and i was like oh it's a, i was like great uh, andrew thinks it's not gonna be that great and it's about baseball i was like I, i'm interested this is gonna be and then even <laughs> I, I even i mean I, I was kind of excited okay baseball cool and i read the rule book and i was like i don't know it just seems like just kind of like a magic the gathering you're just saying if this beats that but then once you get into it then you realize oh there's yeah. so much more to it yeah uh yeah and yeah. The, you know, all that stuff we talked about i mean it's just it's so fun to play yep yeah um and i think that the i think i think that phenomenon andrew of uh that we're finding of all of these independent publishers us basically being like, yeah, how good could this be? It's just some guy or whatever, some gal uh, publishing in their in their home. Uh, and then, the, honestly, almost all of them, all of them essentially, have just impressed us with how yeah. how good they are. And it's that phenomenon of constantly being impressed by that uh, is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But are we cool? But, <laughs> but are we cool? You beat me to it. Are we cool? <clears throat> okay, so after playing this game, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? So break mm-hmm. out your scorecards if you're keeping score at home. Wow. And uh, uh, Pete, your I box, said... Your box I, score. The box score. See what the box score Have you ever kept score? Pete, you might like that. Maybe not. You probably I might like but, that. Yeah, next time we go to a... Ba- okay, next year we'll go to a baseball game and okay. I'll bring us... Uh, 
like a little scorebook. We could keep score. Okay. It's, it's, now it's we're talking. Fun. Now we're talking. I talk. enjoy doing that. Okay. I, I enjoy doing that until they start substituting. Like, when they start substituting in too many players, like, then you run out of room and you have to, like, scribble stuff out, and then it's not fun anymore. Wow. I should yeah, have known but... you like uh, keeping score at a professional <laughs> game. Andrew, I said we – I personally said we went up went up by three. How about that, Andrew? What? That's – Yep. I I also said plus three to our friendship wow. meter. And you know why? Three strikes, you're out. But, Andrew, That's... three points up in our friendship, and you're for... in. Well, for three great innings of bat flip, uh, we went up by one point for each inning. You know. Yep. That's correct. That is correct. Three yep. um, outs. Three yep. outs, and you're... And and then it's the and then it's the bottom and then, of the inning. Yep. And then you're cool, Andrew. Um, that's been uh, that's been the episode, baby. Let's go ahead and remind <laughs> that's folks. That's been another at, episode at, of Two that's Can Play That Game. Been another episode of brought to you by you know Ben and Jerry's. Andrew, uh, they can find us on Instagram. Two can play that game podcast. They can uh, they can rate and review us, which is super helpful, and um, you know um, helps get us in front of other people, which uh, you're yeah. doing every week, which is terrific. They can also send us an email at wow. two can play that game podcast at gmail dot com in case they want to, you know, play bat flip with us in a big league uh, yeah. one day, which would be and- really cool. Yeah, and we'll almost certainly read it because I just have it open as a window and just every now and then check in on the spam or whatever that we're getting, um, nice. and and the uh, yeah and the feedback that we get from folks. So uh, so and can on. people still check our since we did a lot of talking about our leaderboard on this episode? Yeah, can people still check our leaderboard? That, yeah, good point. That is a good reminder for me to just refresh it. But it is available. <laughs> it is okay, available, good. even if it might be a little bit behind. Um, yeah, you can go to our Tumblr. We still have our Tumblr. Two can play that game podcast tumblr.com you can see all sorts of stuff um you can see our old chess game back when we did uh chess break you can check out our leaderboard and you can link to our socials and stuff through there too so check it out um and andrew you know what else they can do they can tune in next time uh unless you get another friend oh yeah yeah you can't tune in here if you get another friend uh, so in that case, you're gonna want to tune tune into a different podcast. It's called One, Two, Three Players. You're in at the old ball game. Wow. Yeah, Andrew. That that is of course the podcast that's all about three player board games that you can play inside uh, baseball stadium, Andrew. So like um, popcorn repellent and uh, I don't know ketchup. You can you. Don't worry about ketchup, <laughs> ketchup stain repellent or whatever. All of the games that they cover. Um, beer. What else do you spill at a popcorn, beer, ketchup? Got to be the top three things you spill at a baseball stadium, right? Um. Yeah, mostly beer, probably. Yeah, mostly beer, I guess. When you're doing the yeah. wave or whatever, and you start spilling beer. New, on uh, they they're like long plastic. They look like a baseball bat, and oh, they yeah. fill them up with beer. But I'm pretty it's sure it's just a big scam because they're just tall and skinny, and I, I think they don't really hold that much beer anyway. Scam, scam. Also, we should not be just pre- we just shouldn't be putting more plastic into the world like that. It's just oh in, yeah, for sure. Insane. Yeah. Insane, yeah. Andrew. You know what they should do? They should just have everybody cut their hands at the uh, the baseball stadium. 
you know. Put your pay, pay me, you know, pay me X amount of money. I'll turn the faucet on for X amount of time. You put your head under there, guzzle this beer down, and then go go sit down again. You know what I mean? That's what you I get, think. Uh, that's that's yeah, that's a smart. You get a pitch clock. Yeah, it's smart. For it's called a beer clock. You know, it's called a beer clock exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they have an employee who's dressed up like the. Uh, the like an ump, I guess. Yeah, is that who would call you on the pitch clock? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what do you think? Ump, what yeah. do they say? What do they? What do they say when you're? They go. Oh, when you make a violation on the clock. Yeah. Do they go question. like? Time's up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never. Uh, do they do? They have some sort of hand motion. They like, you know, rate, wave their hands up or something like that. But I don't know what they actually mm. say. That's wow. a good question. I don't know because you can't really hear them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to work on that. Yeah, they, yeah, they need something. They should probably just do like a wah, wah, wah. They should like tap their wrist like they're looking at their watch. Okay? Yeah, that's what they should do. They should, they should go wrap it up. They should play the. They should play the. Uh, You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?